You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, it's Michael. And this week is Shazam! <laughs> Say it one more time! Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> one thunderclap. <laughs> Captain Sparkle Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> he actually didn't have a name in the movie if you think about it. Right? Like, they never actually called him Shazam. Well, he k- kinda, at the end, he was like, everybody say my name! Yeah, but... Th- that's not, no one was like, oh, you're that superhero Shazam. No. And he can't say it, like, oh, I'm Shazam. And then he would turn back into a <laughs> I mean, he, kind of, he did it at one point. That's a big uh, issue for a superhero, isn't it? It's like, you have to write What's down. What's your name? <laughs> you got to write down. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, somebody give me a notepad. See, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a pencil. <laughs> maybe he'll write on the ground with lightning or something. <laughs> or maybe. But yeah, this week we've got Shazam. Uh, we've got Pet Cemetery. I actually watched on Michael's recommendation, and I hope you all did too. Shield Hero, I liked I it so much. Thought. Yeah, I want to know what you thought. I mean, I binged the whole thing, so clearly I liked it to some degree. Uh, it wasn't on my recommendation, but someone on the podcast said we should watch it. So let me give them credit. I don't know who it is. So I can't give you full credit. Oh, I was talking about last week. You said uh, like you liked it enough that you recommended it to me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. You thought I wouldn't, but I did. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like magic. I do not like magic. Yeah, it's just you not don't one like of my, fucking magic. It's just not like one of my main. Oh, I love magical things. Anti magic. I'm anti magic. That's Black Clover. You yeah. don't watch that. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, what else? Shazam, Pet Cemetery, Rise of a Shield Hero. Oh, and Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. Yes, which I forgot actually. Did it premiere last week? I guess with two episodes. Premiered last week. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of shit that's that's coming out this month. I don't know how I'm gonna keep up. Cobra Kai, Game of Thrones, Avengers Endgame, Hellboys Hell this week. Shazam, Pet Cemetery, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 comes out. April is packed. I feel like I'm skipping something. Something else comes out this month. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> Twilight Zone came out this month. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it. I totally forgot that was a thing. Because <laughs> Weird City basically was Twilight Zone. <laughs> I do need to check it out, though. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, and we have News of the Week as per usual. Before we get into all of that, we have a few iTunes reviews. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it because I'm trying to get Michael out of here early because he needs his beauty sleep for work tonight. So. <laughs> Yes, my schedule changes. I now work on Mondays. Your schedule changes like on a drop of a dime. It's like, and we need you to come in now, right now. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> um, so our first iTunes review comes from Limahi17, our old pal. It's a five-star review. He says, amazing podcast. Thank you for recording or at least trying to record every week for the fans. Your podcast is now my favorite part of Tuesday and will continue to be so if the flash continues to get worse. When does that come back? I don't want I it to, I but no. Is it even back? Is it back? I'm gonna be honest. I almost didn't want to watch want to watch Black Black and Dagger, <laughs> Cloak and Dagger, because like I've been so burnt out in CW 
I know it has nothing to do with the CW, but just superhero shows in general have not like just turned me off. Between the canceling of all the Netflix shows and CW being trash, I can't fucking take it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't feel that way about I didn't feel that way about Cloak and Dagger because I'm like I really I like the first season. I'm just hoping it can keep up keep up the momentum. Yeah, I feel you. I was just very hesitant. I was like, ugh. Like, I wasn't like excited to but watch yeah, it. But yeah, superhero shows in general, I'm just like, and it's not even fatigue. It's just they haven't been that good lately. Or, they're, or they've been canceled in their prime. Yeah, or they've been canceled. <laughs> it's just really disappointing. Um, let's see. Uh, I also have a super, super tiny complaint. A third podcast host is almost needed. Now, I know everyone, including me, wants Jamie back can't do it yeah, it's not <laughs> happening she's a whole world she's away a whole time zone away yeah but i have accepted the fact that she might not come back why i say well might not i'm telling you she's not. <laughs> yes jamie is in korea we are in united states yeah and as far as i know she has no plans in coming back stateside no so she's living up over there in asian boss or whatever she don't need us yeah go check her out on that youtube channel <laughs> uh why she's I a, say she's a real reporter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just bullshitters. <laughs> uh, why I say you need a third host is because you and Michael argue about something and give it the same rating or know you both agree too much on something. You need a third just not for another host, but someone who will help make discussions more interesting and fun to listen to. Also, I want to send in... So to- basically, he's saying we're boring. <laughs> I mean, I get where he's coming from. Because me and you, we... I feel like more often than not, we agree on things. It's not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie was like that, like that X factor that made us fight. <laughs> so it made like an entertaining listen. Yeah. And if nothing else, like even if like it wasn't like a drastically different opinion, she usually would like throw out things that made us go like, "Oh well, if I loved it, now I have to kind of question it." Damn you, Jamie. <laughs> so I get where he's coming from. Um. Da-da-da. Also, I want to send in an email, but I don't remember the email address to send one. That's all. And Jordan, I'm sorry next week is little, and we all know how much you're going to hate having to go and watch it. I'm not watching that. I was going to say, he's not watching it. <sighs> Maybe I will, actually. <laughs> just just to end the arc of little, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, <laughs> if little was like a mini saga on our podcast, I feel like i got to give closure to it and at least watch it now. Yes. Season finale of the little saga. <laughs> Season finale. Will it end the podcast? <laughs> Tune in next week. Wouldn't be funny if Jordan was like, if "I love it." <laughs> I actually like this movie. I'm like, I would throw my whole fucking shoe. I would throw everything at him. I think I would quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I lay down my sword, you guys. I, I don't know what's up or down anymore. I'm lost. Um, but yeah, for the if you want to send an email, guys, uh, and for Lee Mahi, it's theblurvision at gmail.com. Um, let's see our next iTunes review comes from Killua Fan Club. It's a five-star review. Me again. Love the show. I wouldn't sub to the Patreon if the content wasn't great. The hosts are funny and have great chemistry. Even though they ignore my show recommendations, I'm a huge BV fan. Oh, Revision fan. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on Thrones. I'm going to watch Hunter x Hunter, I swear. <laughs> I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to carve out time this summer just for Hunter x Hunter. And Game of Thrones comes out. Fuck, I just realized... Cause I used to be off. Cause I used to have Sunday Mondays off. Now my schedule changed. I gotta fucking work. Oh Game no, of you're not gonna watch them live. I'm not gonna be able to watch it live. I'm, oh, gonna, be, I'm, I'm gonna be at the work. Fuck out of it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Michael, never believe who died. 
Me and my friend, me and my friend had it planned. I'm like, well, I'm coming. Game of Thrones is coming out at the end of the month. I'm coming over. We're gonna have a watch party. And then I'm like, oh yeah. So about that watch party, one of my coworkers got fired, so my schedule changed. You gotta at least make time for like a, a group gathering for the series finale. I can't. I'm gonna be at work. Take off. <laughs> That's a holiday. <laughs> Danny already, might die. John might die. I already took off the week of Avengers. I can't. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did. <laughs> Got too excited. Uh, but I mean, I'm so. Oh, I'm gonna keep saying this because the the closer we get to the last season of Game of Thrones, the more I think I'm right. I think John is the one that dies. I think John's the one that dies because I've been rewatching like parts of the Game of Thrones. Not the whole thing. That's impossible. <laughs> but uh, those I, episodes that I listed last week. Yes, but there was a there was a oh fuck I had it crystal clear in my mind but now I forgot it. There was a prophecy or something to that effect that talked about Daenerys being the one to give birth to the the, the king or something or like the, the chosen king something like that. But she's got to have a kid. And you could argue that maybe that kid was supposed to be uh, the Dothraki kid with, with Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But I think it's Jon Snow. I think he's going to have that baby with her. Or she's going to be pregnant. He's going to die fighting the Night King. Or maybe even become the Night King himself. Because they kept teasing that whole thing where like you can make people into the Night King. Or make people into White Walkers. So I think maybe maybe even they can't beat the, the White Walkers. Maybe Jon has to become the Night King to stop the war. And then he goes off and be uh, what is this, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh fuck, that is the plot of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. All right, so if I'm right, then I really just stole that from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so John becomes Davy Jones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he can only come back once every decade or something like that. Uh, and our last iTunes review comes from our oh our our favorite boy of the podcast, Deku the Almighty. Uh, it's a five star review. Deku says, "I am back. I hope." Uh, hello, is anybody there? My last three reviews and emails haven't been going through. This is my last chance to. This is my last uh, chance to rescue. Been, he's been ignoring us. He gets a boyfriend, and now all of a sudden, is that a boyfriend? Remember, he sent in that email. Oh yeah, that's right. Or iTunes things. That's right. <laughs> I, I got hate on that. Do you, bro? <laughs> uh, nah, I is, still want attention. <laughs> oh wow, you needy bitch. <laughs> This is my last chance of rescue. There's so much to say and so much I want to do. All Might, you're awesome. Unworthy has been a great success, and I loved it. Keep up with the fantastic work. Thank you. Eraserhead, you're amazing. You never cease to make me laugh and smile. Keep up with the great work. If this succeeds, expect to see more of me. Goodbye for now. Sincerely, Deku. Was he Iron Man in that moment, like, in-game status? <laughs> yeah. Do you trust me? <laughs> I do. <laughs> that wasn't even him. The handshake? What do you mean? Remember, that was Ant-Man. What? Right after that moment in the trailer when they shake hands. that The person shaking hands, it was it looked like Tony Stark and Ant-Man. I don't know. How, what? I'm confused. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I know what you, I know the handshake, yeah. but how does how do you get ant Because all, all they showed was the hands. Because if, well, no, if you actually freeze that frame, you like you can see the like the front of their torsos. Oh, so you did all that. I didn't do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I watch every single frame. <laughs> I want to know everything. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's some trailer trickery going on in there. Uh, but that's all for iTunes reviews. Thank you guys. Keep sending them in. We love hearing from our new from new listeners, especially. So we get a lot of our old favorites. I think I think all of these were re-reviews too. Yeah, Lima, Mahi, Kiliwa, and Deku. But I I, I do kind of wonder that moment. I'm like, is that Tony? Is that present Tony talking to Battle of New York? Because it looked like they were in New York. 
Like I don't know background. if it's even present Tony. He looked older. That's why I said. Well, I meant like, oh, like if time goes forward. Yeah, if time goes forward, so present Tony. Mm. Going yeah, and back to. I think that I think it's like like a whatever version of Tony going back to Battle of New York Tony or Battle of New York Steve. I think that suit he's wearing is trailer trickery. Trailer trickery, yeah. yeah. If you look at it, it looks a little. It looks a little off. I'm like that, that could be fake. And we've seen the pictures of him and, and his Avenger, original Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> We're on to you now. <laughs> you can only trick us for so long. <laughs> but they did. The Russo brothers did say nobody's guessed how Avengers Endgame, out of all the theories that they read, nobody's guessed how it ends. Is that that rumor about only two Avengers surviving true? Is that from something official or that people oh, saw that? It? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I heard only two of the original Avengers survive at the end. I'm like, who? <laughs> well, you know, one is Thor. <laughs> Hulk and Thor? That might make sense. Yeah, that might make sense. Not Hawkeye. What? But no, but like what I was getting them. Well, no, it's a prequel, so never mind. Oh, fuck, <laughs> man. Uh, that's why I took off the week. I understand now. Because <laughs> if everyone but like two Avengers die, oh, man, I'm not going to be able to go into work either. <laughs> fuck that. All right, so let's get into our topics of the week. Talking about MCU movies. Let's talk about DC's attempt at an MCU, MCU movie. Let's talk about Shazam. His name is Captain Sparklefingers. No, it's not. It's not my. That's not my name. Chosen one. Oh, you're like a bad guy, right? You literally did the opposite of what a superhero is supposed to do. You're him. You're the hero. You're welcome for not getting robbed. I'm Batman. Get him back in. How old are you? Basically 15. Dude, did you see that? Yeah, you electrocuted a bus and almost killed these people. And then I caught it. And leave tall buildings in a single bound. Shazam, yeah. We t- I mean, we kind of talked about it before because it was released like two or three weeks ago. Yes, and unfortunately, neither of us rewatched it, so we're going off our like three-week-old yeah, three memory. memory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we gave our general thoughts, not last week, but the week before that, right? Yeah. Whatever, look at the episode Whatever. titles. I don't know. <laughs> but we gave our, our non-spoiler thoughts. So you think we should just jump right into spoilers for this one? So we kind of gave our vague... We said we liked it. Yeah. Okay. I'm like... I'm trying to remember. <laughs> what, <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> All right, so let's just jump right into spoilers for Shazam. If you haven't seen it, check out the timestamps in the iTunes description and jump forward. Um, for those that don't know our rating system, I'm dropping it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. Uh, so, Michael, what did you think of the latest entry into the DCEU? Do you know much about Shazam? No. The most I've read about Shazam was in the Kingdom Come comic. Because I was like, what the fuck was that post credit scene? Oh, the villain? Yeah. The yeah, Caterpillar? The Caterpillar. Yeah, that's a villain called, like, Mr. Mind or something. And Mr. He, Mime! Not, not, no, <laughs> Mr. Mind, duh. <laughs> like a mind. I don't know that much, but I think he, like, is a parasite that crawls into people's ears and controls them. So a yerk. 
Yeah, oh my god, yeah, Animorphs. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it grants people magic powers. That's why he was like, uh, there's more than one way to magic. So maybe that's their way to bring back Savannah. I hope not. Because I'm like, isn't that the same thing as the first... He had instead of a instead of a glowing ball going in his eye. He's got a now he's caterpillar a caterpillar in his ear. <laughs> I just hope they like have a moment where they zoom into his mind and you... <laughs> fucking motorcycles. <laughs> and uh, you see him controlling Savannah's brain like plankton, like SpongeBob, like levers. <laughs> yeah. Or like the creature from Men in Black. Yeah. So I know who that guy is, but I don't know anything about him other than that. I just know he's a Shazam villain. Yeah, I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. What am I educating you on this? You should know this stuff, comic book geek. <laughs> I told, I said before when we talked about Shazam, I never, I don't, I've never read a Shazam book. Okay, all right. I guess I haven't either. So the only thing I know about Shazam is, for the most part, is the times I see him in Justice League or the the super the Shazam movie that came out a while ago. Mm. Okay, so what are your general thoughts about Shazam? Um. Yeah. Overall, I I enjoyed the movie. I mentioned before it's my favorite of the DCEU movies and. I, I didn't. Say, I didn't agree with that at first, but I've warmed up to it. I would say the I Dark Knight that. is my favorite of the DC movies. Period, and then Shazam is right count after that. Dark Knight is part of the DCU. No, I said DC movies. Period. Okay, no, don't even include it. <laughs> Before Men of Steel, those things are just a separate entity altogether. <laughs> okay, okay. The Dark Knight. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Zach, like, I feel like Zachary Levi was like perfectly cast in this, like. The chemistry between Zachary Levi and the uh, his best friend Freddie, and then the chemistry between Freddie and the guy that played Billy Batson, like I felt like if that didn't work, this movie wouldn't work. Mm. And he had chemistry with both. Yeah, and I really liked seeing those three. One, two, three. Yeah, <laughs> I like seeing those three on uh, on screen together because it it, it it I loved it. I, I, uh, I really felt like, I guess, because Zachary Levi's a man child, but so are we. <laughs> like it, it, his, his, him playing an older version of a little kid, like it worked. Like I, I believed it. And the thing I liked the most about this movie is once he becomes Shazam, once he gets the powers, he doesn't automatically go, "Okay, I'm going to be a superhero." What does he try to do? He tries to like impress girls. He tries to impress people, like make money. Yeah, that's what a fourteen year old would do. Yeah, it's what a fourteen year old do. But but and and a lot of I feel like in other properties, or if it was with anybody else, they probably would have been like, "All right, I have this power. Let me use this responsibility." Well, I mean, even in the original story about Shazam, like the whole idea was, and even in this movie, they t- touch on it. But they're looking for a kid of pure heart. So in the original version, like the classic Shazam, Billy was just like the all around Boy Scout. So when he got the powers, he instantly was like just generic boy scout superhero um so i like and it kind of gave this version of billy batson shazam the new 52 edge where yeah you there's such a thing but not as much because i've heard about the new 52 billy just being a straight asshole um i'm trying to think back to i I read the first couple of issues of new 52 like a lot of people complained about it he was softened he was definitely softened for the movie but it's still the same idea of it's not necessarily his he's pure of heart, but he has the capacity to be pure of heart. Mm-hmm. So that's why in this movie the the wizard even tells him like you're good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like that because pure of heart it's not a thing. Like it's not. No, it's not a thing. It's not unless believable. you're Goku, and even then, even, not, I was gonna say then. not not even. <laughs> it's not pure of heart. He just wants to fucking fight. <laughs> well, if you're the American dub, 
of Goku. Yeah. <laughs> they try to make it seem like, oh, he's fighting to protect people. It's like, no. Allied to good. Yeah, nightmare, nightmare to you. you. Lies. Yeah, all <laughs> lies. Our childhood was a lie. It really was. <laughs> but yeah, uh, funny thing, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I thought it was like kind of funny and weird how the wizard Shazam, played by Dijamon Hansu, yeah. um, how he went around looking for all these kids to be the next champion, but yet I'm like, you're magical, bro. Why aren't you wiping their memories? That was the weirdest part. I'm like, you just send them back. You're creating this like this weird like uh, breadcrumb trail for other people to find you. You know what I mean? It's weird that you would even allow that. Yeah, I don't know. And never mind that. What about the kids that are like traumatized? Like you're being. He doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, fuck <laughs> you. I don't care. <laughs> You're an asshole. Especially for him to be a so-called paragon of good. It's like, you're not really doing that. And then I also kind of wish they explained it away. It's like, why does it have to be a kid, though? I don't think it had to be a kid, though. Because when Savannah is, like, going through all the different people that have or had encounters with Shazam, one of the people that ultimately is the one that leads him back to Shazam is that woman that has cell phone footage. Yeah, but I'm... Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I was like, didn't that happen years later? Yeah, Couldn't have broken yeah. cell phones. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> so I guess, or maybe that's like, like the idea is over the years, you just start getting less picky. <laughs> so it's like, fuck it. I don't, if you're, even if you're a grown person, as long as you're kind of pure of heart. Yeah, because I think he did. Yeah, because he, he said that to Billy, you're good enough. So at this point, he's like running out of time. Well, that was because that was after Savannah fucked this shit up. Yeah. With the sins or whatever. But, uh,. Like people, if people haven't watched this movie, they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" We did. I mean, we said we're talking spoilers. I know. Let's but... just jump straight into spoilers. <laughs> but if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to our review pre- previously. We no, just go back doing... and watch the movie. Well, that too. <laughs> go go watch the movie. But if you haven't yet, go listen to. Hey, you shouldn't be listening to this shit. <laughs> yeah, word. But yeah, go back and listen to our non-spoiler review. But uh, I also liked all the kids, like for the most mm, part, like yeah. especially uh, Darla, Darla is her name, black girl, the little black girl she, from she stole the again show. from This Is Us, which you still haven't watched. <laughs> huh? What? But yeah, she's she's one of the main she's one of the main uh, characters' kids in This Is Us, mm. and so like she was she was super cute, and I mean all of them for the most part, with the exception of the little. Uh, the little fat, not Asian, the little fat uh, Hispanic kid. He didn't have much. He's the only one I didn't really, they didn't really do anything with. No. So I didn't really care for him. But everybody else, I even the parents, like you, they gave them character. Like, again, with the exception of the little, little kid, the little Hispanic kid, they gave every single person in Billy Batson's uh, family a character. And yeah. you cared about them. And you wanted to root for them. So you felt for all of them. Yeah, and, and it was smart by the end bringing in the Shazam family because it really solidified that. And that's something like, that surprised. Idea. Like I didn't think they were going to do that this in this first movie. It was that, smart to do that's, it. That surprised me. My question is, do they still have the powers? I'm assuming they have the same powers as Billy, but one of them is emphasized. For example, like Darla, they they emphasize her speed. So I'm assuming she's faster than all of them. Yeah, they each had like a thing they were like adept at. But I'm talking about like. Now that it's all over, can they still say Shazam and become with like Shazam kids, or is it only if they're all holding the staff and it's like a one-time thing? I'm assuming so because didn't he break the staff? So I'm I'm assuming they have the power now. I have the power. Well, then that just if they ever do Justice League, now it's gonna be like, why would you just bring Shazam? Bring your whole family. <laughs> like, we got like six Supermans over here. Why would? We... Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I th- I think because like because in the comics, I think it was a one-time thing. 
or at least a new fifty two. I mean, it wouldn't make it, it wouldn't make sense. Well, I don't know, because I was gonna say, because you kind of don't, because now you have a whole family, so it's like you got black, fighting against Black Adam or whoever the case. Just call you got like five other teams. Exactly, like jump his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, it's the Rock, so maybe you need but to. But then but. at the same time, it's like you don't want to. You introduced it, you don't want to be like, okay, we can't do it anymore. Mm. Like especially when you got it now, you got all these other name act like like Megan Good and stuff like that. That's what her name. I was like, what? Who is her name? She's so familiar. Yeah, Megan Good. She's yeah. so fine. And then what's his face from uh Fuck. That actually would be a dope way to escalate the sequel. The adult eight the adult Asian superhero I, f- I can't remember. Ross, Ross Butler from uh the the suicide movie or the suicide TV show. I don't know what that is. From uh on Netflix. I don't know. Oh, the um the the this is your letter or whatever? That one, but I, I can't remember the name of it. I don't I never watched it. I just saw people well, online. He's in that. So anyway, him. Okay. <coughs> so it kind of be a shame to have him like one and done. Yeah. But then at the same time, yeah, it does create other problems because it's like, yeah, now you have a whole family. You can't be defeated. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But I, maybe that's the way to escalate for the sequel and the whole family fights Black Adam and loses their powers but Billy. Maybe that's how they do it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because they did tease it. Like they did like Shazam gave that story about the first person they gave the power of Shazam to and he betrayed them and is the one that released the sins in the first place mm-hmm. so that was Black Adam that was Black Adam yeah because you saw you even saw the symbol and stuff yeah but I was still just like I was looking at the movie I'm like just give me Black Adam <laughs> but I get it I get it I after after complaining last week I'm like Ultimately, yes, this movie has to establish Shazam and Billy Batson. If you were to introduce Black Adam in this movie, all you're looking at is The Rock. You're not really paying attention to Zachary Levi. Exactly. And all so I'm like, I get it, but at the same time, I'm still just like, you already. If if you're gonna introduce another villain, don't give him. Don't give me a villain with basically the same powers. Then and that's the thing. Like they didn't have to give him the same powers. Like it was weird they chose that. Like give him flight and super strength or whatever. But like, why give him lightning and like the things that. Especially when the plot point is he wants Shazam's powers, but you have Shazam's powers. Yeah, you have the lightning, you have the super strength, you yeah. have the flight, and you have and on, on, added on top of that, you could create these creatures out of your body. Yeah, so it's it like it was, it was weird. Technically, have more powers than Shazam. Yeah, it was a weird plot point. It was very weird. Especially, especially what I do know of Doctor Savannah is he's Shazam's Lex Luthor, more or less. Yeah, he doesn't really so, have powers like yeah, that. Yeah, so he doesn't really have powers like that. So then why not just make him Lex Luthor? <sighs> Well, the reason I call it the MCU like movies because they did the same formula that, that the MCU uses, which is you focus on your main hero and kind of just make the villain a dark reflection of the hero. So I've, I've seen people complain about Savannah's character as like a villain, but I think he's stronger than most of like the Phase One MCU villains at least. Like I think he had a strong origin story, especially how the movie opened, which is pretty mm-hmm. dark. With, yeah, you know him being whisked away at Shazam, being unworthy, and then being sent back, which causes a car accident that makes his fucking father like paralyzed or whatever. It created like a strong motivation for him. Which I didn't realize in the movie, but that's Lionel Luther. Yeah. That's, that's, Smallville. And it was even funnier, in the 40-year time skip, the brother and Savannah look way older, of, of course, because Mark Strong, but he doesn't age at all. Like, his this dad- is, Yeah, the dad is the same. <laughs> they didn't even put more gray in his hair. He looked exactly the same, just in a wheelchair. Uh-huh. I was like, you couldn't do nothing? Like, <laughs> you didn't have to de-age him in the past. Just put more gray in his hair in the, in the present. Add some more wrinkles or something. He's like, nah, man, he just don't crack. Yeah. <laughs> Lionel don't crack. But overall, though, I say all that to say, I did enjoy this movie. I would give it a, a high more than passable. 
Okay. Fuck, man. I don't... <sighs> After that in the iTunes review, I'm like, I don't want to agree with you. <laughs> I want to be like Jamie and pick pick this apart. Um, because the movie's not perfect, and like I said, like I, it took me a while to come around to your assertion that this was the best DCEU movie. Because like I said, there so are moments. Let's fight. Let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> there are moments in Man of Steel. Um and Wonder Woman, that I think were way more powerful. I rewatched the No Man's Land scene. That shit still makes me tear up. Just that didn't even need the context of the movie. Just that scene by itself shows me everything I need to know about Wonder Woman. Her character, her heroism, and like the the impact she has and the influence she has on the world around her. Like that that scene is powerful as fuck. And fuck DC for trying to take that scene out. <laughs> um, Captain Marvel needed a scene like that. So despite the fact that I think those movies in some ways were better. I think the overall better watch is definitely Shazam. It's fun throughout. And it's not like Aquaman where it's just like brainless fun. Like this movie has heart. And I think that's what separates this from Aquaman. Cause like, that's why Aquaman's rating lowered for me as time went on. Cause after the initial, Oh, Aquaman was fucking cool. And giant water kaiju. And Oh, it's just flying everywhere. And like, there was real, no romance between Mary and Aquaman. It was so flat. There was no chemistry. Well, there, there. was romance. That kiss? That kiss. There was no chemistry. Well, that was no, yeah, there was no chemistry. <laughs> Mary just bitched at him for the entire movie and was like, well, I guess we're, we're both good looking, right? So let's make out. Yeah. <laughs> um, the most emotion in that movie was just between Aquaman's father and his mother. And only for that scene when they reunited at the at end. At the end. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, so it felt Aquaman felt big and loud and colorful, but it felt hollow. I think that's why my, my rating went lower over time. But for something like Shazam, it's held. And if if anything, I think it's actually increased. Because I, I have more time to think about the things that I did like. Yes, yeah, Savannah got weaker over the course of the movie. He had a strong motivation at the start. But toward the end of the movie, he kind of just became generic villain Y or whatever. Making a lot of stupid mistakes. He became the punchline of a lot of jokes. Uh-huh. So he became less threatening. Because at first, when it, that, that scene in the boardroom where he has those demons kill everybody. Yeah. That shit was brutal. Yeah, it like, was. Like a horror movie brutal. I think the Shazam director actually was a horror movie director, wasn't he? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he was. So I think that's why that scene was so fucking like vicious. I don't know if I, I'm curious to know if kids like were freaked out by that at all. <laughs> like I mean, that thing bit off maybe, somebody's head. But they didn't. They also didn't show a lot of it too. They they pulled the heroes or oh, they cut true. away. Yeah, just the horrified screams of people being killed behind a glass door yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um. But the things that they they nail, like the chemistry between Freddie and Billy, uh, I actually think Zachary Levi and Freddie had more chemistry, which is even better because it, it could fall flat because it's like an adult with a kid, but they they maintained. Um, the stuff with Billy and his family, especially stuff with Billy and his mom, like the, the his relationship throughout with his mother not being around and that and how it affected him. But when he eventually does meet his mom, that shit was heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it and it tied back perfectly to the theme of like family and who's really your family. Is it your blood or is it the people who care about you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say I don't know. I was, kinda, I was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up. It was real fucked up, <laughs> <laughs> but it was beautiful in a way too because there was small details that the young Billy had in his mind they're like the idyllic version of what he thought his mom was like but then you see the reality playback from her perspective you see like it sh- 
she seems all nice and like, oh, whatever you want, son, I'll get it for you. But she was just like stressed the fuck out. You could tell that she was like on her last leg. And then when you see that she gives up her kids by like, you know, letting the cops take, which doesn't make any sense. Like, wouldn't the cops do any level of investigation? Like, they, you just can't find a mother. They can't go back to the kid's school, find, like, the, the, the mother through the school system at all? Nothing? There's no way to find a, a I parent? Mean, maybe they did, but what we didn't probably see is maybe she said, I don't want them. And they can't force her. They can't? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they can. I think it's illegal just to abandon your child. <laughs> But I think they said that, that she changed her name, her maiden name or something. Yeah, 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 I yeah. think so. It was pretty dark, the fact that they kind of alluded to the fact that she's being abused. Like, the the way her boyfriend or whatever, like, shouted at her when she closed the door behind her, it seemed like there was some kind of abusive relationship happening there. Perhaps. Yeah. But I don't know, stuff like that, like, that, that's the stuff that stuck with me. And I feel like that's what a lot of DCEU movies are missing. Like, character. They're missing heart. Um... And we had that in spades. So I'm going to give it, I don't know about, I'm going to give it a solid more than passable. Not high. And I think what's keeping me from the high more than passable is mostly small stuff like the fact that I feel like Savannah got weaker over the course of the movie instead of stronger. Um, Stuff like Billy and Freddy, not Billy and Freddy, uh, Billy, Shazam Billy, and Young Billy. I don't think that they were that similar. Like, you can make, maybe make the excuse that when he's Shazam Billy, he's like freaked out, like, oh my god, I'm a giant guy, and this is crazy. But he seemed way more goofy as Zachary Levi Shazam than he was as the 14-year-old kid. Like, just the way he would talk, his mannerisms, like, oh my god, oh, oh. Like, it, just, it just seemed bigger, more kid-like than even the 14-year-old kid was doing. Did he? I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think back. I'm like, it's been so long. There were moments where it worked well, like when uh, he turned back into young Billy when the black sister saw them and she had to keep the secret. Uh huh. I think that worked well. Actually, I think a lot of those like quick changes worked well. So that one and the one where he gets out of school and like he uses his abilities to like become an become adult. Become an adult. And yeah. be like, oh, yes, I am the adult. Uh, I'll take my child, uh, Freddy, right now or whatever. Stuff like that. Those worked well, but just overall, when he like his attitude is the fortune roll, which is like aloof, kind of an asshole, kind of reserved. But every time he became Shazam, he was like bigger, like in in acting, not like size. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I can see that. I I can see that, but at the same time, I kind of feel like he's in a like he's trying to. Like, Granted, he looks like an adult, but he's not really an adult, so he's trying to put it on, like, hey, I'm a grown guy, like, hey, like... I no, 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 I don't mean it that way. I mean, like, he just, he acts more kid-like as Big Shazam. Like, think about when he first became Shazam and went to Freddy, and was like, I don't know, dude! I don't know what's going on! Like, I don't think that other version of Billy would have acted that big. Because he never acted like that, Really? But then, but also, I guess you could say, think of the circumstances. He didn't have a circumstance where he had to be that big. That's true. But even when he turned back, there was never, I don't know, they just never showed me a moment where it felt like that Billy with all that energy and like, oh, I don't know what's going on, was the same Billy when he got smaller. It just never connected for me. Okay. But it's a small complaint because I don't think it hurt the movie at all. 
Like, and it was only something that I thought about on, in hindsight, not even something that I was thinking about during the movie. During the movie, I was fine with it. Because um, the movie was really good at, like, doing very, like, uh, like good comedic beats. Like, I thought the movie was fucking hilarious. Like, when he's um, collecting money in his, like, pan, and he's playing the Eye of the Tiger song by the Rocky statue, uh-huh. and he's like, lightning, lightning, lightning in my hands, lightning in my hands, lightning in my hands. Shit like that. Or like even the moment where uh, Savannah and him were talking, and Savannah's, like, all the way on the other side. And he's, oh, that was hilarious. And he's like, I can't hear you. What? <laughs> I can't. He's, like, having like, a whole villainous monologue. I will destroy you. That's the thing they do everything. in a lot of movies. They're like... Or one is on one mountain, another is on another mountain, and they're having a conversation. It's like, how are you hearing each other? Like, you shouldn't be able to hear each other. Well, that's one power he doesn't have, super hearing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, even that whole that whole uh, montage of him learning how to use his powers, like, that was funny. Like, when uh, he, the, the testing teleportation, <laughs> and, like, Freddy, like, has a science of teleportation on it, and he gets in the box, and he crawls out teleportation, and is like, fire testing and he likes the box on fire <laughs> she was hilarious or even like testing if he was bulletproof it's like wait 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 we don't know if it's your suit that's bulletproof <laughs> yeah. or are you bulletproof shoot him in the face yeah He's shoot like, me in the face <laughs> wait, wait, wait shoot me in the face what <laughs> I'm like what if that went completely south <laughs> yeah we're oh it's not fuck alright <laughs> yeah stuff like that it was all funny like when um the the I Asian like kid. That's the Taika Waititi movie. <laughs> yeah, when the Asian kid got powers, it was like, Adokin! Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that was funny. That was funny. Um, I'm trying to think. What was they kind of hinted that the Hispanic kid was gay. They did? Remember when, when they teleported in the titty bar? And everybody's all like, ooh. And he was like, it's not my thing. Oh, that's right. He did say that. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Even that was funny. <laughs> this is what you thought about? I don't know. <laughs> I was nervous. But I'm like, it's the one... That's the one character that they gave him. Gay? Which, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, here we go. About to miss the terrific this. Oh, wow. <laughs> or like when they, uh, it was like, uh, they had the staff. It was like, everyone, put your hand on the staff. And, and say, say my the, name. Say my name. Billy! Billy! <laughs> no, no. The other name. <laughs> the name I say. <laughs> Stuff like that. Like, it was a lot of, like, I don't, this is definitely the funniest DCEU movie. It was. I and mean, that's like, you know, Suicide Squad tried to be a comedy and that shit was not funny. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, but not really. They tried to milk that Guardians of the Galaxy tone so hard. And now they got the Guardians of the Galaxy tone writer. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of the DC, like, MO, though. We need to make Justice League more like Avengers. Bring in Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. Just take the Marvel guys. It was something else about Shazam that I wanted to say. I don't remember. The character himself or this movie in general? The movie in general. Um, I don't remember. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, another nitpick about the character. Oh, at the end, when everyone got the power of Shazam. I mean, I get they were adept at the things that they were adept at, but like it took Billy so long to figure out his powers. Everyone was just like, right. yeah, I'm just good at it. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's the end of the movie. You got to... That's what you... I know. That's what yeah. you got to do for the climax. It's the third act. <laughs> I'm like, they... They seem more worthy than you, bro. <laughs> Get that little black girl. I don't want a movie about that little black girl. <laughs> yeah, because she was just like, she was on it. I love when she was like, she saved Santa. And was like, I've been really good. <laughs> He's like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. That's my little. That's the little I want. <laughs> okay. Little black girl Shazam little. And then you're going to see little and be like, this is my favorite movie of the year. Oh my God, I'll kill myself. <laughs> and, and then I'm going to come like, I'm like, yeah, I didn't really like it. <laughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> Twist ending. <laughs> Is there anything else to say we should talk about? This is what happens when we watch a movie three weeks like Yeah, that's what I said. It was something I wanted to say, but I don't remember. I'm trying to go through this, the main plot points in my head. Uh, oh, when Savannah first found Shazam and they had that fight through the mall. That was funny. But I also like the fact that the the fourteen year old and Billy came out because it's like you know if you know you were saying like oh what would a fourteen year old with pure heart do he become a superhero a fourteen year old has never been punched in the face you know what I'm saying uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so like if you get into a real fight I think it was really and good on Zachary Levi's part as an actor how he cowered like I could see the fear while he was like no dude don't hurt me don't hurt me don't hurt me <laughs> yeah and on top of that like because for the most part again going through all the superhero testing like you basically found out you're invulnerable. Now you're finding this one person that can actually hurt you. Like, he actually made him bleed. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, of course you'd be scared. And in that moment, I think that was Savannah at his best. Because it that felt like a, oh, you're the, you're the chosen one? Really? I wasn't fucking the chosen one, but you are? Bullshit. <laughs> like, I, I, that dynamic I liked. And I feel oh. like that's a good prequel to what the Black Adam relationship I remember what was. I was going to say now. What? I was like, for Shazam, for the character to be all about magic and stuff like that, he's really not that magical. He's I mean, basically he's, shoots lightning. He's Superman with lightning. That's not magic. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, I guess you didn't watch. You don't know anything about Shazam, though. That's really all he's got. But that's not magic. <laughs> but he becomes that person through magic. Still not magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's magic then? <laughs> Is it magic just a power? It's like a metahuman power. Throw spells. Throw spells. Yes. Abracadabra. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That would be a really funny joke if they put you in are a toad. <laughs> you got a magical caterpillar. What's the you fucking want? <laughs> More than that. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, more than passable for both yeah. of us. I mean, I don't know. It, just, it doesn't feel like it's enough. Like, that we just, yeah, we liked it. We shit so much in the DCEU. When they actually have a good movie, we're like, yeah, it's good. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. But, I mean, if you think about it, this is like the... F- well, aside from Wonder Woman, but that was a while ago. That's was real. This what two movies? Because Aquaman got what a high passable. Yeah. So now it's two movies in the DCEU that got a more than passable or beyond. Fuck you, man! Steals perfect vision. Okay. <laughs> two movies. <laughs> I'm the only one. Oh, speaking of Man of Steel, the Superman cameo. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I forgot about that. <laughs> what? I was like, granted, I understand. They tried to get Henry Cavill, and he couldn't make it. But I was like, I felt like that shit was wasted. Because just to show... The chest. The chest, and that's it. Just to say there's continuity between movies, I, I was guess. like, come on. But, but my big thing is, like, you didn't explain how the fuck did Shazam know Superman? Like, maybe it was a like time, passage of time. He made a call. Like, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, he made the news of this guy protecting Philadelphia. Okay. So maybe Superman came to check it out or whatever the case may be. Or he can fly around the world. He probably just went to go, f- oh, Superman's in Metropolis. Let me just go to Metropolis to see <sighs> Superman. I just want that movie. <laughs> I want that Superman Shazam Black Adam movie, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was also, happen. I was, dis- I mean, I don't know. I wasn't disappointed in the moment, but then not seeing his face, I'm like, hey, really? Hey, no, nah, I was disappointed in the moment. I was like, they should have just, I wish they showed his face. I mean, it's like, bro, you can't be in a good movie. Like, <laughs> I 
I like Man of Steel, but BVS. They kind of tease BVS. Justice League. They kind of tease BVS in this movie with the little kid in the window. Had Batman and Superman fighting each other. Oh with, yeah, with his toys. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. As uh, Savannah and Shazam were fighting, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, bro. Come they on. talked about a lot of the B, the DC, like with the BVS. They mentioned Wonder Aquaman in the uh, post credit scene. They did. Remember in the second post credit or the first, whatever, whichever post credit scene, uh, he was talking about. They were testing. He was doing more power testing. And he was like, can you tell, because he was like, can you talk to fish? And then he was like, talk, what What kind of dumb power? Oh, that's right. Yeah, that sounds like a dumb power. Who would want that? He pointed to his Aquaman shirt. He was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Don't get that Aquaman money, though, do you? <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to say? Said something about Man of Steel. You wanted Shazam to be. Oh, you I can't be in a good movie, bro. Yeah, I guess that was basically it. Just like from Justice League, BVS. Like, you just couldn't show your face. Like, your real face, not your fucking horrible CGI monster face from Justice League. I think he was filming Men in Black. I mean, Men in Black. <laughs> Mission Impossible when they were doing Shazam. So Still? That's probably, that's probably why he couldn't. I don't know. was some reason why he couldn't do it. Man, Mission Impossible just fucks off. Fucks and I'm like, I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think what what else was he in? Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible, now he's doing Witcher. But that's not, obviously, it's not done yet. They're still Is he still doing Superman? Witcher. Is that even official? No. Remember Warner Brothers? I mean, he's still Superman quote-unquote, but Warner Brothers said, at this point, we have no plans of doing a Superman movie, so to me, that basically means he's not Superman. Okay, garbage. Unless he show, which I thought was going to happen in this case, unless he shows up in, like, auxiliary movies as a cameo, which didn't even happen in this movie. Well, speaking of garbage... Which sucks, because he was... Henry Cavill's a great Superman. He's just been giving shit. He was, he's just been given shit. Can you tell... Can, can you say he's a great Superman if he's never been great to you? Well, like, his movies... I, I think Man of Steel is a good movie, but his, I don't think Henry Cavill makes that a good movie. Like, you know what I mean? It's not him that makes Man of Steel good. Mm. You can put almost anybody in that suit Man of Steel. He has no character. Like, his character I in dis- that movie is I dis- based off the flashbacks. I disagree based on just seeing Brandon Routh as Superman. Granted, he wasn't that bad. The movie was bad more than he was, but okay. I'm like... All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, I was like, uh, if I see... If switching Brandon Routh and Henry Cavill... Eh. Well, I think Henry Cavill Henry- has to look more. Like, he's bigger. He's got a wider neck. He's got a deeper voice. Like, he... Hey, maybe you're right. Yeah. He he might be better if they gave him some good material to work with. Plus, but even in Man of Steel, he had no character. He is a good, he's a good act. Like, we've seen him in, like... We liked him in Mission Impossible. That was least... okay. I didn't think it was like, a, oh my God, fucking Henry Cavill so good. I'm not saying he should get an Oscar, but <laughs> we've seen actors was just like, huh. Could have been somebody. Enough. Like, Brie Larson. <laughs> 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 oh, speaking of, I guess you didn't watch that, uh, that new clip that came out, Good Morning America, but yeah, she... I can't. <laughs> like, if, if she's the future Captain America, I don't know how I feel about the MCU moving forward. Because even how she's snarky, and you, but you saw it in the post credit scene for Captain Marvel. Like, she's... Oh, I guess... No. Never mind. I was like, what? Never mind. I, I'm confusing the, the, the commercial with the post credit scene. Because she doesn't have that line in the post credit scene. But she's got a line where they're like... Uh, yeah, post credit scene, she, she's, uh, she's like, where's Fury? Fury? Yeah. In the commercial... They're like, well, we're you guys gonna... don't know what he's talking about. There's a new clip that dropped today for Avengers Endgame. I didn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you're not missing much. It's really just a, like a one minute scene that is probably better off being seen in the movie first. But there is a line that I was like, uh, I don't know if that's badass or 
I don't like it because it's coming from you. And I don't think you deserve to say these words. But there's a line where it's like, oh, let's go fight Thanos. Like, let's just, let's just get the gauntlet from him. Like, let's just get the gauntlet and reverse what he did. And they're like, well, that didn't work out last time. Who's to say it won't work out even worse this time? And Captain Marvel's like, that's because you didn't have me last time. And I'm like, really, bitch? <laughs> like, I don't know. Even War Machine's like, word? I, look, we, we're all superheroes here, okay? <laughs> like, just because you were here now does not mean anything's different. But it's also at the end of that scene when Thor does that thing with the, the hammer in the trailer. So it's kind of like testing her, I guess. But, I don't know. I don't believe it coming from her. I'm like, oh, you don't, you didn't earn it. <laughs> I don't feel like you earned the right to say something like that. I mean, we've seen her be super powerful. Yeah, but it just comes off as like a cocky dick thing to say coming from her because I don't feel like she deserves it. I mean, Iron Man's cocky. <laughs> yeah, but I like him. <laughs> I don't like her. That's why I'm saying she, I feel like she earned it. But anyway, whatever. Something else I'm disappointed in? Let's talk about our next topic. Let's get into Pet Cemetery. I remember my birthday party. Church was out on the road. And everything went black. It's okay now. Are you back? Back from where? There's a place rage brings things back. Oh, your daughter. Are you happy, mommy? I should never have shown you that place. What'd you do? If you cheat death, there's a price to be paid. I needed more time with her. Sometimes dead is better. If you've done something, Lewis, it's not too late to undo it. And I saw that on your stories, you watched the original. I did. Because you've never seen it before. No. I have seen the original, but I saw it years and years ago so I don't don't remember 100% but I'm curious to know how you felt about it compared to the remake that just came out starring the John Connor from Terminator Genisys <laughs> oh that's who that was yeah, the, the father new, yeah and the new the new the new version Terminator no 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 it's Pet Cemetery. oh yeah 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 and the new one that's the the guy that they used for John Connor in Terminator Genisys oh yeah. okay didn't see that, but yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. How'd you feel about this movie? <laughs> Honestly, I like this movie. Really? Yeah. Both versions. No, I like. <laughs> no, no. I liked this version way more than I liked the original. I'd agree with that. But let's get into our non-spoiler thoughts first. Give our ratings, and then jump into spoilers afterwards. Like, yes, the first first half of this movie was a chore to get through. And for those that don't know, Pet Cemetery, um, it's a horror movie wherein a family moves into a a rural farmhouse that on their property there is a pet cemetery, and it's spelled incorrectly because it it was 
assign me my kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, unbeknownst to them, though, there's an Indian burial ground behind that pet cemetery, and if you bury uh, an animal or person in there, they're revived. But they don't come back the way that they went in. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> That's uh, the one thing I missed from the original. The voice of Judd, like the old man character. Played by Herman Munster. That was Herman Munster in the original? Yeah. Oh my God, I don't even remember that. Wow. His, his voice was like iconic. That rod. Sometimes you can't, dead is better. Yeah, don't go down that rod. That rod right there is dangerous. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Talking like what? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they, when, when I saw that, I was like... It's an automatic thing I think about with Buffy, like what Spike said when they brought Buffy back from the dead. It's like, it's the thing about magic. There's always consequences. Mm. Always. So, yeah, going back to how I felt about, uh, yeah, the first half of this movie was a chore to get through because there was a lot of exposition. There was a lot of setup. And if you're going to a horror movie, you're going to a horror movie wanting to see the horror. You want the horror to start. That's like, really interesting. I think we're flipped on this. I like the beginning more than the end. See, I like the end more than the. <laughs> I like the 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 end twist. Oh, the end twist boosts my rating for this movie. Okay, all right. But which was not the original ending at all. Yeah, I know, but I found that out after the fact. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I thought it was. I I, I don't want to say, I don't know what the proper word for this is because I don't want to say I was bored. I definitely wasn't bored. Because the I felt like the acting was pretty solid that it kept me invested. But at the same time, I was sitting because I'm like, for the most part, this movie was very predictable. Just felt it was slow. Yeah, I agree with that. So I was just like, all right, can we just get to the point where the cat dies? Like, I'm just, <laughs> I see the trailers. I know the cat dies. Let's go. Yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. It's like, hurry up. Like, you tell. I, I get. I get where you're going, movie. I know the rules. Let's just get to it. But it's just like. A lot of slow burn. But again, the performances were good, so I was somewhat invested, but it was still slow. But to me, I felt like once the like death started happening, I felt like I was more invested. I was more interested. I thought the movie started to fly a little bit. Okay. Um, even though they didn't give much to his character, I liked the father's, like, he was, like his acting. Like he's like the best at looking sweaty and yeah, gross. I was like, him looking like, oh, <laughs> like he's fucking and dark and eyes yeah. and shit. He's got like raccoon eyes. Yeah, like and the looks that he would give, I was yeah. just like, all right, he came to act. <laughs> and uh, how's that work? Do you can you summon that on command? Do you have to like stay up all night before to get well, no, those that's, raccoon that's eyes? Ma- makeup. Oh, I thought that was acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, given the the look, oh, okay, the acting part, but the, how you actually physically look—that's. Makeup. So he's like they spray like water in his face to make him look sweaty and shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, like even the scenes in like uh, movies where like they just came from the gym or they got out the shot and they're all glistening and shit. Mm. They just get somebody to spray you with like mist or, or they'll put baby oil all over you. Oh shit. Oh, okay. To find things out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not actually going to work out and then doing a the scene. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> make it look authentic. I don't know. <laughs> Aren't you doing movies or TV shows now, Jordan? <laughs> Web series. <laughs> but yeah, like. Also, uh, and I'm trying not to compare it to the original because there are probably people listening that didn't see the original, but I really liked what they did with the mother. I feel like they gave her more in this version compared to the original. And, and, and like, I wish, I ultimately, there's, there's some stuff I wish she actually, that she did more, but overall, I liked her character more than I liked the character in the original movie. 
And uh, like, I thought the little girl was pretty good too. Like, from, from the flip between being the regular little girl that she was to it's not a spo- it's not a spoiler because it is. that wasn't the original. If, well, it's not an original, but if you've seen the trailer, you know the little girl dies. You do? They show it in. The, we even talked about it in the trailer. When we talked about the trailer, we was like, oh, so now they're showing, because you mentioned it. You was like, oh, the little girl, you was like, in the original, it was the little boy. I was like, oh, oh I didn't I know. Remember, I don't remember I didn't know that because I didn't see the trailer. <laughs> I, I mean, mind. I didn't see the original. He was like, yeah, it was the little boy, but in this one. So then it's why like, the fuck they even bother? <laughs> like, they should have shown that then. That's, <laughs> that was different. Yeah, that's why I feel like it was a mistake that they did that. But if you watch the trailer, you know. So it's not a spoiler. Oh, so never you, mind. That's yeah, you know the little girl dies. And so the whole premise, like Stephen King, like, you know, she doesn't come back right. I thought she was better or the best in that first scene when she first comes back and she's like being tucked in bed by her father. That that was creepy. Like overall, I felt like her whole performance, like everything was creepy. She was no George Wallace. Ew. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> That's not scary. That's just stupid. Like, in terms of like little kid creepiness, I think she was she was she was pretty good. And I granted, like, my top echelons of performances in terms of like little kid creepiness is Isabella Furman and Orphan. Have you ever seen Orphan? Mm-mm. Watch Orphan. Like, she's no Isabella Furman. Like, that little girl was fucking creepy. Okay. But she still, she was still pretty damn good. I liked her better when she Or even was Macaulay like... Culkin and Good Son. Have you ever seen Good Son? No. <sighs> Macaulay Culkin and Good Son is pretty good, too. Wait, Richie Rich? Yeah, Richie Rich. He oh, played, wow. He played a psychopathic kid. I can see that. <laughs> um, I, I think before she turned full evil, I liked her performance better. Because then when she turned full evil, it was almost like she wasn't even her anymore. Which I guess maybe is the point. Yeah, I was like, I think that's the point. Yeah. But I like the, like, her still acting like the the daughter. That's what made it creepy for me. But when she became basically, uh, uh, not Poltergeist, what's that movie? The Power of Christ Compels You. What's that movie? Uh, Exorcist. Exorcist, there, there we go. go. I was like, like Poltergeist. I was like, I know, I was like, I know what you're saying. I know that line, yeah. but I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your mother fucks dicks in hell or whatever. <laughs> like, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's... Like, once she goes that far, I'm like, eh, it's not scary anymore. But, like, when it was still, like, unknown how much of his daughter was still there, that's what made it scary for me. See, I like all of it. Like, the slow... Because to me... Again, I, I, I'm trying to compare it to the original, but it's like, I liked that there was, like, a slow descent into hell. Was it slow? I feel like after that fucking first night, it's just like instantly, now I'm evil. <laughs> Not even really. I feel like it wasn't until the mother got there that she really started to... No, before that. There's things that happened before that that she was like clearly evil. Wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel, like it, I feel like it was slow, at least slower compared to the original. That's actually a complaint I have, how that kill happens. That was that made no sense. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, you fucking teleporting? How the fuck did you get over there? <laughs> but I think it was slower compared to the original. I think is what. Yeah, but so I I, I at least enjoyed. No, the original was comedic. Like the, the when the little boy in the original becomes evil, 
That shit is ridiculous. It was stupid. He's so cute. And my brother, and, and so my, small. And my brother was like, "Oh yeah, watch. You gotta watch the original Pet." He granted he didn't see this version, but yeah, watch the original Pet Cemetery. I guarantee you, I'll put money on it that you're gonna like the original more than you like this remake bullshit. Okay, spoilers for me for the original. I didn't like it, so <laughs> I didn't like it. So I, after I finished watching, I went in his room. I was like. Yeah, I like this version way better than the original. The original was stupid. Agreed. And of course, he got mad and he pulled the same thing that everybody else does when they don't like, that's just your opinion. <laughs> yeah, but you just asked me for my opinion. And so. your opinion's informed because you've seen the new one. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> I'm like, okay, but you just asked me for my opinion you don't like it. Now, that's just your opinion as if your opinion is fact. <laughs> I hate when people say that. <laughs> What'd you think? I didn't like it. No one asked you. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay. But yeah, but yeah, I think, like I said, I was teetering on a passable for this movie, maybe even a high passable, but the ending, more than passable. That caught me off guard. See, I thought you were going to go higher, so then maybe we're not that far apart. Fuck! <laughs> I want to be different. After that, I just feel like, no, I want to be different. And actually, no, actually, no. Maybe even a high more than passable because I, I really enjoyed that ending. Okay. Because you're a sick fuck. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that you put so much emphasis on it, I really like no, that. I ending. really like that. I really like that ending. That shit was creepy as hell, okay. and I was like, ooh, show me more. Okay, so I'm not as high as you, and I think it's because I had a lot of issues with. The because I, I don't remember a lot of the original. And I think a lot of the things I have complaints about with the new one are also in the original and in the source material. So I can't really be like, oh, this new one didn't get Stephen King's vision right. I think it did, but my problem, I but guess, I don't know. I didn't read the, the book, so okay. But the, there's there's elements in both that are the same. So I'm like, it's got to be the original too. Namely, some of the subplots. There are things that happen with like the mother character. They're just like, what does that have to do with this at all? Like, there's no connection between what's going on with you and your past traumas and shit and what's happening right now in the Pet cemetery stuff. And I feel like, again, granted, I think that's in the original Stephen King story, but, like, if you just drop that subplot or, or at least try to tie it together with the Pet cemetery stuff more, like, strongly, it would have been more effective. Because it almost feels like a different movie poking its head into this movie. I'm like, what is this? What, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> and ultimately, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with anything in this movie. Yeah. It's yeah. backstory for her, and it's kind of interesting to watch. Yeah, it's interesting to watch, and it gives her a little bit more backstory. That's that's kind of why I liked it. But yeah, ultimately, it has shit, jack shit to do with the movie. Yeah. Even the ghost. Th- that, that was my second complaint. And it was also in the original, too, but it's like... But in the original, he had more he had more of a plot. In this one, he didn't. Oh, really? So I don't remember the original, so I don't know. But just, even in this one, it's like, you don't need this character to keep popping up. Like, And the things that he does... You probably could have shortened them or taken them out completely, and it would be the same exact outcome. Like the, the gist is already there. You explained to me that the cemetery has some kind of like mental control on people. That's enough. I don't need to visually see that by having this weird ghost guy that the father couldn't save, like haunt his ass, kinda. Well, in the original, the ghost was a friendly ghost because he because he was to stop him. He was trying to stop him from from like. Uh burying the cat or the child like he would try to so he would like go to and this is again this is from the original so i'm not telling spoilers and uh the new one but he would try to like plant suggestive thoughts in his head like don't do it don't do it uh the 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 ground is soiled or whatever the case may be or when he was trying to bury his daughter he would go to his uh wife and the kids like he would appear or no bury the son he would appear in the dreams of the daughter and try to warn the daughter that kind of happened this one too but it wasn't really a warning 
right? But it wasn't so much in it wasn't so much in I feel like this new one as it wasn't as prominent as in the old one. Okay, because that that makes sense, and that that the 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 girl that could see that ghost that's supposed to be like The Shining. Same. That's why Stephen King's movie, books or whatever all tie together in some ways. So that's what that was supposed to be, which I didn't know that at the time. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But just that character in this version, he definitely was trying to make him bury the kid or whatever in the uh, cemetery, right? It didn't seem like in the in the new. Well, version. no, because he even mentioned the ground is soil, the the barriers, sat whatever the the ground, the barrier is not supposed to be broken or some shit. But why did he lead him to the barrier and show him where the barrier is and all that shit in his dreams? Like, I don't understand. Meaning, this is where it is. Don't go there. That's I don't know. Sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, but but that's my major complaint with this movie. There's a lot of things that don't make sense, and it's, I think it's a stark contrast to how I felt about Us. Us is a movie where the characters made all the right decisions, and I didn't question the characters, but I questioned the plot and the logistics of the plot after the movie. In this movie, I'm questioning their decisions throughout the movie, and that's where the plot holes come from. Like, the fucking fact that there's so many instances where everyone makes, like, the most white choices possible. Like, that, <laughs> like, like, I'm like, bro, I can't believe... You hear an inhuman voice in a forest, and you're like, who's there? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing, Judd? I'm not even gonna answer you, just follow me. Okay. Like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> you bury a fucking cat in this, the creepiest, scariest looking place you could possibly imagine, and you ask no questions, you get back home, and then it's like, what did we just do tonight, Judd? Why didn't you ask that <laughs> while we were hiking through the scary forest for a half an hour? Yeah. <laughs> That's just an example. But there's a there's a bunch of decisions like that throughout the movie. Even when the mom comes home and sees their, her child as a fucking zombie monster, she just drove back home. If you're freaked out by your zombie kid, why wouldn't you just get back in the car? She goes upstairs to lock the door so she's easier to kill. <laughs> like I'm like... These choices, these decisions. I mean, I guess that that like, she's like the daughter's back. She, does, I don't know. <laughs> Why would if you if you had a like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or even the fact, and this is more like I, you can kind of give the excuse that oh, but it's the cemetery. It's it's, it's like a, a control on them. That's why they make these stupid decisions. But like, bruh, you brought the cat back. You see how fucked up the cat is. To the point where you're scared of the cat. You know what I mean? Like, you wanted to get rid of the cat. You're so scared of it. But then the kid dies, and it's like, nah, I'm pretty sure it'd be all right. I'm like, what are you doing? But, I mean, they kind of say, they kind of said that, like. It's compelled. Yeah, it fe- and it feeds on your grief. Yeah. So you're 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 grieving about the fact that you're grieving even more about the your daughter as opposed to a cat. It's like, that's heavy. Like, for a parent to have to bury a child, that's a heavy amount of grief. Yeah. So... Like I get it, and like I said, that you can use the excuse. Because I mean, because I mean, you can think about because you can think about the original. Like it was so stupid where the son, because it's so stupid. So he buries the cat. The cat comes back, and the cat comes back fucked up. Yeah. Then he buries his son. His son tries to kill you, and you get into a big old fight with your son to the point that you have to kill your son, and your son ends up killing your wife, and then you make this excuse, oh, well, I waited too long to bury my son. Let me go bury my wife. Now that it's happened way sooner, she's going to come back different. That's stupid. <laughs> so, like, yeah, in the original, he buried his the cat, and he buried the cat, his son, and his wife. Mm. 
So it's like you can make the same thing. It's like why would you keep doing that yeah. knowing you already had two other examples of them being fucked up and you're still going to bury somebody else? And it was also stupid because the wife came back super bloodied and De- de- deformed and decrepit and then they made out and shit oh baby you're bad well, like, I don't remember that her remember eye was that. missing and shit Ugh. and she had blood all over her face and then they're making out and then he's shocked at the end when he tried when she tries to kill him and that's how the movie ends I just think, so spoilers for the original yeah. fucking I just think logically I was I like, I this, I was like this is of, stupid I don't care what kind of spell I'm under when I'm trying to comb my cat and chunks of hair are coming out and I bring my daughter back. Oh, I guess that's spoilers. <laughs> or I bring my kid back. I try to comb her hair. And I, God damn it. <laughs> I try to comb their hair. And I see, like, like they're not healing. It's not like it's a sensu bean and they regenerate back. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're going to bring back a zombie. Like, why are you okay with that? <laughs> I don't know. So for me, it was a lot of, like, these are all dumb as fuck decisions. Take, even taking out the cemetery stuff. There's still a bunch of decisions the characters make. They're just like, that doesn't make any sense. A normal person would not make these decisions. Yeah, I feel the same way as you, but I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, it frustrated me. So I'm going to give it the high passable where you were. But I love the twist ending. So maybe it was a passable that made the high passable. <laughs> but that, that twist ending wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, that was all worth it. Because even the ending was just like, like the actual, actual ending, like when they, you know, whatever happens. I was just like, that's it? That's where it's going to end? Now what? Like, what, what happens now? <laughs> they win <laughs> all right well let's get the into cemetery spo- wins <laughs> let's get into spoilers um so i'm high passable you're high more than passable uh-huh okay so let's talk spoilers if you don't want to hear spoilers for pet cemetery jump forward in the itunes descriptions time stamps yada yada uh yeah just so th- at the end the difference between the original and this one is the little girl while, while he's fighting the little girl wrestling with this toddler i'm just like bro he's she's like eight like <laughs> i would punt that little girl <laughs> but whatever his wife was also turned by a little girl while he was unconscious. So the wife comes up behind him and stabs him through the chest. So he dies too. Mm-hmm. And then they don't show it, but the idea is they take him back to the pet cemetery too, or the Indian burial ground. And then all three of them are zombie people now. And all three, the, the irony is the kid that was like uh, the one to die in the original is the only one to live in the new one. But he's going to die too. <laughs> but it's weird. Like that, that last scene of like the zombie family walking to him. I'm like, so are they gonna turn him to a zombie and then what? They're gonna live together. They're gonna go make other zombie people. They're gonna live their life as a zombie. The monsters. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is that a bad thing? Do they like? I don't know. Are they killers now? So they're just gonna go on, like family killing spree? I don't know. It's a lot of questions. It's up to your interpretation. It could be whatever you want it to be. Oh my god. Either they're gonna live together as a dead a dead family, or they're gonna go on a fucking Manson family killing spree. <laughs> <laughs> to try to bring more people to the pet cemetery. That was surprising, though, when the poker or whatever comes through his chest. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> I was surprised. Again, like, that ending, it just caught, It just ended on a super dark note. I was like, oh, it's Infinity War all over again! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, with the cat jumping on the car and, like, staring at the little boy. Yeah, that was like that, that seems so corny to me. It was like, yeah, we're all zombies now. <laughs> But no, I liked I, I liked because it was completely unexpected. Because most time, more times than not, especially in horror movies, the good guys win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to see one where it's like they didn't win, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Like, and the, it was a way better. And because you could say, well, in the original, the good guys didn't win either, but it was a way better them not winning than it was a stupid ass ending in the first one. It was more definitive in this. 
and I get it. If you saw the first one when it first came out, like, and that was your introduction to like Pet Cemetery, you maybe you liked it more than because I'm th- I'm trying to think like my brother. But then again, I'm like, you didn't even see the new one, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like the because I'm thinking again, I'm like, I know it's. 2019 and i'm judging a movie that came out in 1989 but like the scene where the little kid the little boy is fighting his father like oh, that God. shit looked terrible it was like chucky <laughs> yeah it looked like a fucking bootleg ass chucky doll and like he didn't really have the same skin like his skin was super porcelain yeah i was just like this looks terrible yeah i did like the stuff with the little girl killing people more yeah Definitely. i was like i'm not frightened or even but like well, remotely she, intrigued by this when she kills judd like judd goes to the house the dude tells him like, "No, no, I didn't do anything crazy. Don't, don't worry, but don't worry, Judge. I didn't turn my my daughter into a zombie." Judge's like, "Word, all right." He walks away, looks back into the the, the house's like window and sees the kid in the window, and he's freaked out because I guess he just knows he's gonna be killed instantly. Like, "Oh shit, the kid saw me. She's gonna kill me." He runs back to his house, gets his gun or whatever, and in the time it took him to run back to his house, she was in the window. She's suddenly in his house. I'm like. How the fuck did you get? <laughs> She's a zombie. She's got super zombie speed. Bullshit. <laughs> we saw she had super strength. Like, what did she do? Leap out the window, run all the way over there, somehow break into his house in like the span of like five minutes? Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How she killed him was fucked up though. I don't know why, but just that cut into his like tendon. Yeah. That fucked me up. That, that was super brutal. Yeah. I was like, ah, shit. I felt it. I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like that shit hurts. Yeah. <laughs> The way the mom died, it was so dumb. Like, just, why would you run back into your fucking house after you see a zombie child? She was clearly freaked out. Like, she's like, I'm going upstairs. But I'm I mean, like, it's, <laughs> it's still her child, though, so she, she doesn't necessarily know the killer's, she doesn't know the kid is a killer. She looked like a zombie. Her skin was all white. She had, like, the, the, the... Yeah, but she doesn't know it's a murder. Looked like she a was mur- embalmed. She didn't know it was a murderous child. She just knows alive again i would leave that house immediately <laughs> and plus like you said white people stuff yeah it was fucking white people stuff for sure <laughs> i was like what the fuck but i don't know the the little girl did do a good job of acting the part yeah she like, was creepy okay. i just didn't like when she went full she, evil she doesn't want me here i don't want her here either and that look yeah she gave. stuff like that i liked or even when she was talking to the mom like while she was dying it's like fuck you mom <laughs> basically, basically. yeah um, that's the thing that I liked. Like, you could do more with an older child compared to like somebody that's supposed to be three. Yeah, exactly. Or even how the the girl died. I thought that was that scene was great. How the truck like oh the truck it missed because you know I saw the original, so I was thinking oh little boy's gonna get killed because I forgot the trailer. <laughs> but then the way the truck swerves and like the back of the truck keeps sliding forward and hits her because mm-hmm. that fucking cat. First of all, you were scared of that cat. Why are you like, oh my god, you're back? I'm like, you didn't want the cat in your room anymore because she was so freaky. <laughs> Man, but it's a kid, though. Kids have, like, short one moment, memory. One moment they're like, oh, fuck you, mommy. Oh, mommy, I love you. <laughs> I same guess. With a cat. I, if you're combing my- She doesn't know any better. She also doesn't know the cat was brought back to life. She just thought the cat had a moment and it scratched the shit out of her, but that it's still your, still your cat. Like, you know how many times my cat used to like scratch the shit out of me, but I'm, I didn't throw the cat out the fucking window when I had when I had a cat. Did your cat look mangled and bloody? No. <laughs> <laughs> shit was scary. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else in this movie to talk about? Uh, I guess we kind of touched on the the mom's side plot. Just, oh, my sister had was, spinal dysphoria or whatever. Whatever that is, like fucking creepy disease or 
like her whole body contorts and shit. But I guess it I guess it makes sense to why she doesn't like to talk about death and whatever. Yeah, I guess. Why death freaks her out. That was a horrible parenting moment where it was like, let's not tell her that the cat died. Like, what? <laughs> let's just lie to our kid. Like, just tell her the cat died. What the they fuck? made a lot of, like, as parent, they're fucking terrible parents. Yeah. Especially when they move to this place and it's established that these trucks be passing by at like 100 miles per Word. hour. Like, put up a fence or some shit. Tell your kids not to fucking play in the street. <laughs> yeah. Both kids were playing in the street. I'm like... Granted, the little boy I get, because he probably doesn't necessarily... You can't... You say don't play in the street, he doesn't understand you. He's not yeah, old true. enough to... Cognize. Is that a word? No. Cognize. Cognize. <laughs> you know, don't play in the street other than mom, my dad, dad. That's all he knows. Yeah. But, it's, again, it's like, then fucking pay attention to your kids or build a fence. Yeah. Right, I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate this movie. Maybe high passable. But I think just the stupid decisions throughout really like made me go, really? Really? I like the tension building. I just felt like it didn't have enough focus on the thing that was most interesting, which is the Indian burial ground, the pet cemetery. And then also the thing I was like, when I was stupid, <laughs> I was like, there was a moment where John Lithgow's character was, after they brought the cat back, he was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have showed you where it was. Oh, so dumb. I was like, let me tell you a story. What the, yeah, what about the, how my dog, how my dog came back wrong. Yeah, I'm like, then what the? No, but my dog had a mean streak, so I, that's what I thought it was. I thought so it'd I'm be like, different with your cat. I was like, yeah, what? like what? <laughs> and it's like it's a cat. Like you know what I mean? Like we can get a new cat. Like it's not that big of a deal. We need to go revive this little girl's fucking cat. She's pretty okay with the fucking like. Oh, she's she's missing. What? She might cry for a day. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, that was weak to me. <laughs> but like I said, I I still enjoy again, again mostly because of the ending. That's that's a thing I said. I, Killing everyone yeah, saved it, it for it you. Boosted, boosted my rating. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd have been like a passable. Okay. You're a sick fuck, Michael. <laughs> so kill them all. I'ma burn it all. Oh my God, the Mad King, Michael. <laughs> burn them all. Burn them all. Uh. On that note, let's get into Cloak and Dagger Season 2. I suppose the best place to start is with a story. A story of a girl who looks like an angel and a boy who moves like a shadow. That sounds crazy. There are things that I can do. Look who's been practicing. No, you don't gotta believe in me. Nothing can stop me. I make knives of light. I'm giving people something to believe in. I'ma show them freedom like a bone cutter. I'm making the city a better place. I know what you're gonna say. It's stupid and dangerous. What I was gonna say is why didn't you ask me to help? You and me saving the world. Running away from bullets. Risking your life. Put my family in danger. Tyrone! They're coming for you! What do you do? Fight it. Man needs a blade for that. I'm lucky I have you. Me too. Did you have to rip it? You're literally a fashion emergency. What a fight is. The city is full of monsters. But this is a different breed. Louisiana is no stranger to sex trafficking. This is so messed up. Who's taking all those missing girls? I want to help. If I don't do it, who's going to do it? You've had your chance. It's my turn now. The first two episodes of season two premiered last week, and we watched them. Um... And I'm glad I watched both because I feel like it was kind of like necessary. Like it, the the first two episodes is what establishes the plot of the season, kinda. Mm-hmm. The first one, not so much. Yeah, because the first one it wasn't. If, 
That's why I'm like, probably should talk about it quicker because it's based on the first two episodes. On the first episode, it's not really much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just being like, hey, remember all that cool shit we did last season? Yeah. Now we're not doing anything like that, so we're just bored and restless. <laughs> or they are, but they're lying to each other. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because she's going to like these abuse meetings and stalking this girl, this, this uh, woman who's being abused by her boyfriend or whatever, and trying to help her, even though the woman won't help herself. And meanwhile, he's going out at night trying to stop drugs and petty crime in a really dumb way by just stealing the stuff that they steal. <laughs> yeah, as if that's not going to happen. Even the cop was like, you're not thinking this through, right? Because they're going to assume somebody else did it, and then it's going to cause more of a gang war. Yeah. So, stop helping. <laughs> but these first two episodes, I think, did what I thought the first season did really well, which was balance the story of Tandy and Tyrone like you get like you follow them for a segment and then you see the flip side of those same events happen with the other character and vice versa and now the cop because it was the second episode they showed all three perspectives yes I don't know what the fuck that's about I don't understand oh, yeah, that I, don't, I don't understand that either because I was like I thought she was possessed what happened to her last season she, she remember she, the di- water? she died and she got thrown in the water she got shot or whatever okay and then she got thrown in the water I guess at the same time that energy, whatever, went out. Uh-huh. And then she came back with yellow eyes. And she walked away. And she walked away. And then this season starts like as if none of that happened. And then suddenly in the second episode, she's got an evil doppelganger. Yeah, now there's two of them. That's why I was like, wait, I thought she was just possessed. And it was even a moment where like she she's drinking or whatever. And I, I thought there was, like because they established that they're, uh, Tanny and Tyrone are trying to uh, get a... a audio confession from some gang members by like planting a recording device in like their meeting room and then when they go into the room everyone's slaughtered and the only person that knew about that was the detective girl too Mm -hmm. that's because they called her no but even before Tyrone knew about it because he overheard the call between her and her commanding commanding officer or whatever remember she she was like talking to somebody on the phone she's like oh yeah the meeting's tonight oh yeah 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 that's how he knew about it so I was like, oh, okay, so clearly she's evil, and maybe she doesn't know she's evil, and she slaughtered these people before they That's got there. That's what I thought. Even even in a scene where she was looking in a puddle and you saw her other self. That's what I was going to get to. I thought she was like, it was like a Jessica from Heroes. Yeah. Multiple personalities. Yeah. Because she even one even said, it's my turn to take over now, or something yeah. like that. But then you get to the end, it's like... Nope, two of them. Yeah, it's two of them. So I'm like, so did she look over her shoulder while she was looking in the yeah, water? Yeah, was that an actual person looking at I was yeah, like, that's what? weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This visual metaphor of looking in the water doesn't really make sense now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, I don't even understand how that works. Like, she came out the water and then had osmosis? Like, I don't Like, where did the other saying, one come from? She came out the water and then, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. And then what's with the yellow eyes? I mean, they didn't even show her with yellow eyes in these in this episode. Like Michael Jackson from Thriller. Look at the camera. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> In the same way that I kind of winced at the uh, the character in Pet Cemetery getting the tendon cut, I, I winced the same way at the dude getting his throat slashed or whatever she did to it's him. A fingernail. It was a fingernail. That's what. I, that's what. Felt, uh, at least that's what it looked like. It makes sense. She didn't have anything in her hand. Yeah, it's true. So I guess yeah, it was a fingernail. She Damn. pulled a Drusilla. <laughs> that's how Drusilla killed Kendra. Buffy. Buffy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't. Under, I, I don't even know anything about that character, so I don't know what that's about. Yeah, mayhem. Okay, but but these first two episodes I thought were 
pretty decent. A human looking mayhem. Yeah. Not that monster thing that you showed me. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm I'm interested in the season so far. It I think it started pretty strong. I thought the art like the 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 music direction, just like in the first season, seemed on point. Yeah, it was a couple songs I downloaded. Yeah. On my phone. I, I mentioned that last time. Like for the most part, every episode there's a song, at least one song that I end up adding to my phone. Honestly, it's the better version of Black Lightning to me in that way. Because Black Lightning tries to do the same thing with their music. But I feel like Black... Uh, saying, I want to say Black and Dagger. That's racist. <laughs> super racist. <laughs> I feel like Cloak and Dagger does that same thing better. So whoever they have, like, choosing their music... Yeah, the music director or whatever. Yeah. I think it's the, the much better on their side. I agree. Um... <laughs> There was a moment in the first episode where I was starting to get pissed off at Tandy, like when she was trying to come for Tyrone about, why would you lie to me? I thought you trusted me. Like, you didn't tell me you were doing all this. And then when Tyrone came, I was like, well, you're lying too, because I followed you and saw that you, and she's like, you're spying on me. And I was like, didn't I tell you I, I f- keep up with everybody that I, I, I care about? I care about. You're, you're part of that list or yeah. whatever. And like, you didn't tell me you were doing this. Well, and he's like, so you're a hypocrite too. I'm not going to sit here. Why you call me a hypocrite? Like, well, I was don't stay like, here. Yeah, like, I was oh, like, damn, oh, she's real. getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Um, what got my nerves is the, uh, the girl she's trying to help. I'm like, she's going full white girl. <laughs> don't call me out of my bullshit. You, you need to have, I'm calling you out of your bullshit, but I don't have bullshit. I agree with that. <laughs> Because that kind of even happens when she goes to the hood and sees, like, the the list of girls that are missing. And she has to be, like, explained, like, no, do you not, not know how the world works? Like, if you're missing because you're white and pretty, <laughs> you'd be on the news every fucking hour. Yeah. But these brown girls don't have that luxury. And this is but I'm how actually the world gl- works. But I'm glad they include that, though. I do, too. But it just her character seems very uninformed. Because in the same way... uh the way she like basically shouted down the girl who is in an abusive relationship. And I'm, I'm glad they, they made it seem like, okay, you were in the wrong for that, and now you acknowledge that you were in the wrong for that. Because just telling this girl, why are you going back to him? That's stupid. Walk away. Like the, Just yelling at somebody to do the right what you think is the right thing isn't really helping them. I agree with you, but at the same time, I was, I was waffling on that because I'm like, somebody needs to say it. Sometimes... Oh, for sure. But maybe somebody would have if she didn't butt in like that. You know what I mean? They were probably going to get into a discussion about it or trying to help her tangentially. Yeah, like, by being direct like, like ultimately that. it wasn't her place to say it. Yeah. But I was like, somebody needs to say it. And she was like really aggressive about it. Yeah. That's what made her, like the, the girl leave. And it's like, and then her mom made a good point where it was like, I don't know if his mom was the, the, the group leader, but it was like, now he isn't, the boyfriend doesn't even have to isolate her. She's going to do it herself now because of the way you pushed her out. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's a... I, I don't know. I think it's a interesting way to look at how to help people who have been abused. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I think the Tandy's voice was the voice of the average person. It's just like, just tell them not to do it. Don't do it. But it's not the solution for somebody that's in a problem like that. Yeah. And 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 also, it's like a form of addiction, like being in the... Because you keep going back. Yeah. And you can even see, like, she created reasons for why yeah, it's like at back. the end of the day people know abusive relationship addicted to drugs like at the end of the day you know the situation you're in is not good like you know you shouldn't be taking heroin mm. but you still do it so just being told don't do it it's not gonna yeah oh word don't do it didn't think of that <laughs> so it's like yeah, but i mean sometimes you do need to hear it 
But yeah, it, it shouldn't have been her. Is ultimately what I'll say. So I'm like, I'm glad somebody said it, but at the same time, she shouldn't have been the one to say it. What is Tyrone's girl's name? Avita. 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 Her. What's it with her mom? Fanta, Fanta. Don't you wanna Fanta, Fanta? Is she psychic? Like I get she's like her, spiritual. It's her aunt. Or aunt. Yeah. She 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 uh she practices voodoo. I, I get Voodon. I get it. I guess she's spiritual. So she has... But she's got real powers. No, yeah, she has real powers. <laughs> what the fuck? I remember she was predicting stuff last season. Yeah. And she was drawing, like, images. Like, she made out of... She made uh, pictures, or she made a, a sculpture of them out of clay. The Tandy and Tyrone. That's right. And I think her powers and, were like... And uh, the power transferred to the girl, because she, she kind of has some of that, too. Davida. She does? Yeah, that was something that she did last season. Oh. I just thought it was crazy oh, when, uh, when he appears and she's like, oh, Tyrone. We're like, how'd you know it was me? <laughs> remember when uh, Tandy was trying to pull her little succubus shit and she went into, she tried to take Avita's hopes and Avita stopped her? And we've never seen that happen before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you are not, bitch. <laughs> I liked her in this season so far, too. Especially when... Because uh, when Tyrone explained that he can't see anybody because it puts them in danger... In the first episode, even even then, I was like, "But you can teleport. Like, yeah, could you just like, teleport in, in? Say like, yeah, what's going on inside the house where there's no cops or cameras? Yeah, and be like, hey, I'm good. Cops are looking. Bye. Yeah, if you're close enough to watch them, like stalk them, could you just teleport in, give them an update, and then teleport out? Yeah. So when she calls him on that, it was like, she's like, "Wait, I'm gonna explain everything. Don't worry, the cops can't get me. Let me show you." And he she, he shows her his ability to teleport, and she's not like, "Oh, okay, now I get." It. She's like. Wait, you could do that the entire time and you didn't just come tell me what was going on with you? I'm more mad now. Yeah. I was like, I mean, she's right. <laughs> and when she comes back and like she apologizes, she's like, not about what I said. I was 100% right about all that. Yeah. I was like, you're right, though. It's kind of the same thing. It remind, it remind, that moment reminded me of Okoye in uh, Infinity War. Why was she up there that whole time? Yeah. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the writing is still strong. I think that's like the, the, the strongest part of this show. Because I think even like someone like Tyrone, his acting isn't the strongest to me. He's very monotone. But I think the show makes it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like in a lesser show, that would annoy me. But I feel like in this show, it works. I don't necessarily think he's monotone in terms of his acting, but his voice, I think that's just how he talks. He's got no inflection. Yeah. Yeah. He talks like this the whole time. Oh, what, my. Do, you, what do you want me to do? Well, I didn't sound like that. No, sound like that <laughs> he sounds way cooler than that. <laughs> but uh, anything else? I, oh. I would like to see the show uh, crossover Runaways. I would as well. That'd be awesome. Make that the new Marvel TV universe if Netflix Marvel is gone. That'd yeah, be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, so would you rate? I mean, and uh, they're also granted Cloak and Dagger were way older, but I mean. That would uh, be an homage to the comic because Cloak and Dagger did show up in Runaways. Mm. I wonder how long it's going to take for them to actually... Because aren't Cloak and Dagger together in the comics? They're not like a... Ish. Oh, ish. Okay. I'm waiting. It's like, like a star Cross lovers type Is thing. Is it Vita Oh, and also something I noticed in this show, like, uh, they actually touched each other. They were, t- they were holding hands and shit. It's like, I thought they couldn't... Like, the whole thing about the Divine Parent is they couldn't touch. Oh, wait. Did he never resolve that in the last season? There was a moment where they touched, but it was like released. Because when they touch, it releases a lot of en- like the energy backfires or didn't whatever. They, didn't they use so that? Mo- to yeah, there was a moment where they used that to like, let our powers combine. And they used that to get rid of the plague or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, but yeah. 
So maybe after that, now they can touch. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't make sense though. Maybe because they, they, they been, obviously they still have their power. So yeah. maybe they've been practicing. So now they don't have to have that happen. I don't know. <laughs> I do like the fact that he can actually just teleport now, and not like you know last season was like really difficult for him. And I mean, in this episode, second episode, he evolved his powers, so now he can teleport other people. Yeah. And she evolved her powers to shoot with Dokens. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's like, come I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> Is that in the comics? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right, whatever. I think it was cool. What would you rate the first two episodes? Oh, low more than passable. I agree with that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, we need you. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I get I get what the person is saying, but I'm thinking about other shows that I watch where they have more than more than one person. And for the most part, like I think about screen junkies where they do movie reviews. And a lot of times they end up agreeing on on like ratings. They might have they might end up having different reasons why they came to the same rating, but ultimately they'll still have the same rate or Schmo's nose or no. Collider. We need a contrary on the podcast. <laughs> Everything we say, they say the opposite, and they have to fight for our opinion. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to think about other channels where they like are fighting about like, no, you're wrong. It's like very rarely where you have those moments, but overall, like, because obviously, if you're co-hosting with somebody, you're hosting with somebody that's more or less aligned with. This isn't the View, guys. <laughs> you gotta have like one Republican on the show. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> All right, well, let's get into talking about politics. Let's get into Rise of the Shield Hero. That's a lot of politics. So clearly I like this show because I, I I went from watching none of it to the entire first 13 episodes that are on Crunchyroll right now. Uh-huh. And I basically agree with everything you said. Um, I don't remember what I said. So tell me what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to recap the synopsis of the story, but it's the idea of it being an isekai genre anime where a, a normal guy is. is, it's a fantasy trope where a normal person is whisked into a fantasy world. So in this world, those four power or the four weapons uh the shield hero spear hero bow hero sword hero but we didn't tell me is after the weird twist of there being this weird like uh, like a uh, plot 
between the king and his princess to bring down the shield hero by falsely accusing him of sexual harassment. I'm just like, what? You didn't tell me that his personality 180s. Like, he goes from just a normal, like basically normal guy, kind of hopeful, kind of silly, kind of goofy, mm-hmm. to once he realizes that the, the girl was the princess and she lied to him, or not lied to him, but lied about him, her, him sexually harassing her, he, like, completely becomes, like, this, this angry, resentful, stoic badass. But it makes sense, considering everything he went through. Now he, like, doesn't trust anybody. I mean, he you said everything into- he went through. It was one thing. It was, and granted, it's a big thing. You're being accused of sexual harassment. But it's like, I hate everyone. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, technically it wasn't just the one thing. It was that on top of everything else was, like, even when he first got to the world, the king, the king wasn't acknowledging him. He was like, he's like, him. why are you talking to everybody but me? Yeah. Or like everybody was like, oh, you're the shield here. Like they treated him not like crap, but they treated him like they're like, who the fuck are you? Like everybody else yeah. got praise and accolades, but, but he still got. But before the and sexual, then on top of that, then. Yeah, but before the sexual harassment thing, it was just like he wasn't even sure if he was reading it right. Like he was just like, that's weird. Or huh. like even the moment where. Uh, they got where people got to pick teams and everybody got chosen, but like he was the only one when nobody wanted to be with him. Yeah. So it's like a, a domino effect. It's one thing on top of the other, on top of the other. And then finally, this big crash of he sexually assaulted me. It's like, fuck everybody now. Eh, I don't know. In one episode to have that big of a 180 just seems like, what? Okay. I don't mind it because where it puts his character, I think is good for him to learn and grow and for his arc to be about trusting again. But. He makes a lot. I, I I hate him as a protagonist. Like I I like the show, but him as a protagonist, I'm like, there are times where he goes too far. Like there I, are. I get he doesn't trust people anymore, but there are times where people were like are overwhelmingly like, oh Shield Hero, you're the best. Thank you so much for helping us. Give me money. Yeah, give what? me money. <laughs> Actually, give me more money. I don't have anything. Well, I better fucking find a way. To give me more money then. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. It's like he. And there are points where even other characters are like, are you trying to make people hate you? And he doesn't, like, acknowledge it. Like, he won't actually talk about it. Or even, there's even times where people just want to know, hey, once he's starting to win back the public's favor, people are like, wait, so what what happened, like, with the, the, the whole controversy? Like, do you want to talk about it? He won't say anything. He won't even defend himself. And at one level, it's like, I guess because he feels like there's no point because he just feels like everyone's against him anyway. But it's like, bro, uh, these are people that are on your team, like the 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 slave girl, or the uh, the other girl that can transform into a chocobo, basically. Philo. Philo, like she doesn't know what's going on. She's like a little kid. She's like Ch- chocobo. She's a chocobo. That's what she is. She's a lowly that becomes a chocobo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, hey, what what happened, master? Just tell me what happened. He's just like. I'm like, yo, bro, use your words. (laughs) Just say, this chick falsely accused me of sexual harassment and now I don't trust people. That's all you got to say. And he refuses to do that. I don't get why. It's like a uh, Batman v Superman moment. It's like, just talk. Just talk. This is the moment to explain your motivation. There's no time. (laughs) But I mean, I guess, I mean, I kind of get it though, because it's like the times when he did talk, it went nowhere. So it's like now, fuck, fuck everybody. I'm not talking. Like, this is how I am. You guys made me this way. But why the money thing? Like, get maybe he just because wants resources. Uh, remember the uh, they the, won't give money. They the, won't. They wouldn't give it. Like they always say, like the way 
you guys would make money or whatever in this world just comes from the crown. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you realize you can't rely on the crown, but you still, at the end of the day, you still need to live. Mm-hmm. You still need to eat. You still need weapons and, and armor and all this shit to be able to fight the wave. So you need as much money as you can muster. Yeah. And you're clearly not getting it from the, the, the crown. So you need to figure out another way to, 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 to get money. So you need to mooch it off these other people. <laughs> and people, it's interesting to watch his... I mean, and, take shows... it from people, and then also take it from people who, in his mind, he believes nobody supports him. Even the people that say they support him. Yeah, even the people that say <laughs> that. Because once her face said she supported him. Yeah, but... Come on, bro. Especially like later in the series where you get more information about her, where he meets even her that woman's that girl's sister, and her sister is telling him, "Yeah, my sister's a piece of shit. Like she's a liar and she's a manipulator, and I'm not like her. Let me help you. Get the fuck out my face, bitch. I don't trust you." I'm like, bro. She was like your down ass bitch a second ago, but now because you find out that it's the sister of the other princess, you're just like, "No, I can't trust you at all." I'm I mean, like, when you've been hurt, people have been. It's too much though. Like it's. I, I get it to an extent, but then he goes too far. So it's frustrating to watch him sometimes. But I like the show. And I like seeing, it's the show's called Rise of, a, Rise of the Shield Hero. You literally do see his rise, where he has nothing after the sexual harassment scandal. <laughs> and he has to slowly build up an empire through networking, through learning other trades. Like, I thought that was interesting. Like his, He literally scaffolds like his, his businesses, where he goes from like mining like minerals or whatever to crafting accessories to being like a, a a roaming medic like you you see his slow build in mm-hmm. the world and how that slow build affects his reputation and like how he starts news of his like exploits start reaching other parts of the kingdom which kind of reverses some of the damage that the sexual harassment thing created yeah then ironically he's ending up being the most heroic of the heroes, even though yes. in this world the shield heroes looked looked down upon as the weakest, mm-hmm. and he end up proving to be the most powerful. That's another thing. It's just kind of bullshit. That it's like, what's your power? I've got a shield, but it's like he's got so many different shield abilities. That's not really just a shield anymore. He's got like magic spells, yeah, and like he can heal and all his other. He's way more got way more like variety than the other heroes seem to have. But I guess it's all defense. Like, part of defense is healing yourself. And yet he's somehow the strongest attacker, too, though. <laughs> well. Kind of. Yeah, I was going to say kind Because I was like, not really. He uses Naofumi. Naofumi, that's his name. He uses, uh, why can't I remember the other girl's uh, name? Philo and. Uh, the cat girl. Or the, raccoon, the raccoon girl. Raccoon girl. He uses them to attack. Until he doesn't. <laughs> when he goes, yeah, until he goes when Super he goes Saiyan. Full, yeah, super, not even Super Saiyan, like, Hellboy. <laughs> it's like, you don't watch Naruto, but it's like QB mode. He's, like, he's got like a, a fire form that somehow is like all offense, even though his whole thing is defense. I think, I have a theory though, that the king, maybe maybe not, but it, it's got to be a reason why the king and the, the princess are so cruel to him. And I feel like maybe, maybe it's the previous shield hero. Maybe, I thought maybe it was something like, if he didn't lose everything, if he didn't have to work his way up like he's doing now, he wouldn't be the same person. He'd be more like the spear, shield, and bow heroes who are kind of selfish, kind of don't take things seriously. You so you I mean? think they're secretly on his side? I don't know if they're on his side. Yeah, I, was say, I don't think that. But there's got to be something. But you see in the process that him having nothing is actually better because he has to work to not only make people like him. Yeah, it's better. It's ultimately better for him 
in terms of the story wise and, and what is what is defends what is doing guy. for the character. But I don't feel like that's why they're treating her. I feel like I think it might have to do with like whoever the previous Shield hero was. Maybe there's something happened between them. And so now from this point forward, the king is like, oh fuck all Shield heroes, more or less. But Have a grudge the, against all the shields. But you need though all four heroes to save your kingdom. So well, like, according to him, it's like no, fuck you. <laughs> and technically, he's the most important because he's the healer, he's the defender, like he's support. The other three are just attack. Well, I guess in this society, they're like, we don't need a bra. <laughs> I also like how throughout the the episodes I've watched, like, you see him fixing the mistakes the other heroes create. So he's literally going behind like the 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 heroes that you think are like saving the day and like having these big things happen to them. They're actually creating more problems that hurt the 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 people in that kingdom. Uh-huh. And he's going around shielding them from it. Yeah, for a price because he's a dick. For a pr- yeah. For a price. <laughs> um, and he's also building like a, I, I don't know what it is with Japanese people and yeah, because now he has a whole uh three three girls and they're all lowlies. Or, and the raccoon girl that well, she what, got she got she older became, she became a woman yeah but she's jealous of the lowlies yeah I'm like what the fuck? like melty and now they're on first name basis it's like okay and what I mean Fila talking about how she wants to mate with them and shit like yeah, that yeah she I'm did like, say that Bro, you're like ten <laughs> this is not okay well she's the queen no not her Philo. Oh, you mean the queen of chocobos? Yeah, she's the queen of chocobos. <laughs> she's a fucking chocobo. <laughs> but you know, I like this show. I mean, other than the, sometimes the protagonist being frustrating, just seeing his his story unfold and his rise from having literally nothing and being hated to having him slowly bring people onto his side, and even the 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 Sasuke looking sword hero, like how he's come to respect him. Where, yeah, like, the for the most, the for the most, don't. I feel like for the most part, the bow and the spear are the ones that. I mean, the bow and the the sword are the ones that he, the sword more so than the bow, but those are the two that he can probably get like reach. Yeah, the spear. Hero's but the spear hero is just yeah, he's just going. He just wants that fucking pussy from the from the princess. That's another thing. He wants to fuck that little chocobo. Yeah, girl. he wants to fuck. He he wants to fuck. Like, I'm like, you're not a hero. You're a lowly. Yeah. <laughs> you're I want to I want to keep you looking like an angel because I just love angels. I'm like, oh, that's creepy, bro. You're she's ten. This <laughs> is <just> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I also think it's weird that the show it's, advocates funny, like, for slavery. Called her fat. Yeah. You but, called me fat. <laughs> Like, you, how do you feel about that? That the show basically advocates for slavery. Like, well, it's legal, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want to be your slave girl. I'm gonna make myself. I'm gonna put that symbol back on me to prove that you trust me. I mean, it's again Japanese culture. Like, it's there's weird. <laughs> a lot of stuff that they do. Like, I complain about Meliodas a lot. Like, at this point, I'm like, I just gotta let it go. It's just Japanese culture. All right. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? There was one moment that made me think that the show was gonna take a dark. At least Japanese anime culture. I don't know about the whole. It's, I don't it's know the if they got slaves and it's the whole culture. <laughs> I don't know if they got slaves in Japan. Um, when you think Philo dies from the zombie dragon, mm-hmm. like I was legit like sitting back. I sat up so what? <laughs> they killed the chocobo girl. I didn't think. I didn't think. I didn't think she was dead. Oh, you think she was dead? I didn't think she was dead. It, but they even had the blood. I still didn't think she was dead. Oh wow, the explanation was so weak. It was like, oh no, that was the, yeah, the strawberries. I the strawberry. Was yeah, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was definitely blood. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like it though. 
I don't I think do it's on, I don't think it's on the level of like you know My Academia or like or Promise Neverland. Promise no, Neverland. it's not. It's not that. But it's something. Now the Promise Neverland is over. It's like okay, this is something else in- interesting that I'm into. Yeah. Because even Mob Psycho 100, I watched a couple of like two episodes, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. That's where I was too. But I heard it gets a lot better, and then the second season apparently gets really good. But I'm I just like you. I watched the first like two episodes. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I'd sooner watch this than Dororo. Clearly, because I, I haven't watched anything. I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't kept up with it. Let's see, there you go. <laughs> so maybe this will be our new anime thing. Even Doom Patrol, I haven't kept up with Doom Patrol. Like I can't. I funny enough, I canceled my DC. No, oh, you did. Yeah, I still have it. <laughs> I forgot. All right, let's get into emails real quick it's before we jump hot. into news. It is hot. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. I keep telling you, like, this room is the hottest room in the house. Like, once you open a door, like, once you leave the room, it's cooler. All right, let's see. Our first email comes from Danny Villasenor. Question of the week. Hey, what's up, blurred? So here's what's up. What? <laughs> what's up? I'm going to tell you what's yeah. up. <laughs> uh, Jordan, if you could choose a world to live in, where would you go? For example, if you don't understand the question, you can choose to go to the land of Pokemon and be a trainer or the 616 universe of Marvel or any or whatever. Lit, lit. Hmm. Hmm. Do I have the like? If I go into that world, do I have the? Yeah, because I'm like, am I a trainer? Am I just a guy? You go to Pokemon and you're just a regular. Yeah, I'm an NPC. (laughs) (laughs) I go to Marvel and like I'm just a guy in New York and watch Spider Man swing by. Hey, it's Spider Man. That's cool. Yeah. Meanwhile, my house is destroyed every other week. (laughs) Um. Hmm. That's a good question. What would be my favorite world to go into? Damn. All right. Well, I think about that. You, you have a question too. I Michael. Was say, he didn't ask me. No, so no, no you, you have a question. I, I was like, I have an answer, but he didn't ask me. Michael, <laughs> choose a power. Would you want. Oh, that's easy. Uh, got your power? Okay, good. Now, if you could pass that power on to someone, what would you no make one. them. Wow. <laughs> what would make them worthy of the power you have? Uh, context for Michael's question You don't live in a world where people are like you. You are the only person with a power as well, or a power at all. You are a very well-known hero and fight crime. You're basically like All Might without his power unless you choose it, but you don't pass on power by having someone eat your hair. That's about it. Hmm. No one is worthy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your power then? Uh, I always say, like, if I had to choose a magic power, it's always going to be magic. That's not a single power. That's it so is generic. Single, that it is anything. a single power. <laughs> it's a single power. Magic. I want to be a witch, sorcerer. Like a like a spellcaster? Yeah, spellcaster. Like 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 classic spellcaster, like fire, ice, lightning. No. Then what? Not the avatar. <laughs> okay, then what? Because <laughs> if you just say magic, it could be anything. <laughs> exactly. That's why. That's why I want magic. Like somebody like Doctor Strange or even Willow from Buffy or the charm. Like no, charmed is a little too weak. But like it's too weak. <laughs> but magic, like on that level. Okay. So how? Like we- Doctor Fate type of ma- like. Again- and no one's worthy. No one's worthy. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you selfish, selfish hero. <laughs> I'm worthy. I'll make duplicates of myself and transfer my soul like a horcrux. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, Michael is Voldemort, you guys. You heard it here, you heard it here first. <laughs> That's literally... I, you want to be Voldemort. He's just basically he's just waiting there. <laughs> I, the, I want the power. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the Senate. <laughs> I don't know what I what kind of war I want to live in, especially if I'm not. If I, I I have to be someone important, 
Like I want I don't want to just go to a world. See, you're fucking Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about me. I have to be important. I was the man of tomorrow till he showed up. Well, I don't want to go to fucking, So you'd be my villain. <laughs> I don't want to go to DC World and fuck I can't do anything. <laughs> I'm just watching all the cool shit happen. That's why I feel about magic. It's like, oh yeah, I want to fly. It's like with magic I can fly. Oh, I want to have telekinesis. With magic I can have telekinesis. With magic I can teleport. With magic I can have energy blasts. With magic, I can fucking travel into space. Hmm. Well, then I want to go in the Watchmen universe, and I want to be Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> so I can do anything I want. You just want to be God. See, I didn't say yeah. I want to be God. I, I, want just, like, I just want to walk around with my dick out, and no one can tell uh, me no. Okay. <laughs> well, you're probably doing that right now. <laughs> I mean, they don't Guys, know. Jordan has his dick out right now. Yeah, as far as you guys know, I do. <laughs> Uh, let's see, he wraps it by saying, and that's about it. I know this is long. Michael, Jordan. what's that in your mouth? I'm what? No, no. Oh my god! I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, done. Uh, see you next time. Remember, stay nerdy, my blurries, and go beyond plus ultra. P.S. Jordan, I am at Mexicano underscore Batman on Insta. On Insta. Oh, hey man, what's up? Thanks, Danny. Good questions. Uh, next email comes from Gep Gillis iTunes is garbage. Let's watch Shield Hero shaking my damn head. Hope you're happy. I feel like the Illuminati came down and said we are not done with Jesse yet, but that's for another day. Wait, I don't get it. We did watch Shield Hero. Did you think we didn't? <laughs> Wait, what? He said let's watch Shield Hero. Like in? Oh, uh, I guess he's probably because maybe I don't know. He assumed that we didn't, or maybe he assumed that we didn't want to. We didn't want to watch. I don't know. Uh, anyway, here's my favorite Game of Thrones theory in preparation. I tried to keep it short. Littlefinger is a faceless man. His grandfather is from Bravos, so it follows. I believe he trained Arya as Siri. What? And Hat Littlefinger is intact. Jockin Hagar, who also trained Arya, Jockin and Peter were both at. This is never. This, there's no way this is true, dude. So after Bran says chaos is ladder to Peter. He realizes his death is inevitable and allows another faceless man to wear Peter's face and be killed. The real Peter is alive. Also, Peter's knife started the events of the war, the same knife he was killed with. It's interesting to think about that when you consider he's on his Batman shit with plans on plans. Uh, and as from... Uh, he also says, watch Hunter x Hunter, one love, kill you a fan club. <laughs> I'm gonna! I'm gonna, damn it! <laughs> but yeah, there's no way that's true, dude. Like, this, Peter was overdue for death last season. There's no yeah. way he, he cheated death in this crazy Batman assassin way like this. Yeah. And if they did reveal he didn't die, I'd be mad. Because that death was epic. Like the way he was still trying to like tell his lies as he was choking death as with his own choking, blood. Yeah. That's the way to go, man. And that death, and it was so satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you say of these charges, Lord Baelish? <laughs> I love that moment. He's like... What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, next email comes from Juan Rojas. I've gone missing. Hey, guys. I've been gone for a while. I hope you guys have noticed. I have. I miss you, Juan. Uh, college has been kicking my ass. I've been working hard. And by working hard, I mean procrastinating. You don't, need, you don't need college. Yeah, man. Look at us. We don't learn good. And we turn out fine. <laughs> Uh, even though I think we both went to college, so that's, that's yeah, a lot. Uh, da, da, da. I'm catching up on Game of Thrones and waiting until the last minute to do my work. Ah, uh, college, the best place in the world. Hopefully I can be more active soon again, especially when My Hero Academia comes back and we back on that groove again. Anyway, guys, love you and see you on the next one. Historian out. Thanks, Juan. And yeah, man, I noticed that you've been in my a little bit, but, you know, people get busy. Shit happens. So we miss you. 
And when you get back here, we we wait with open arms. Um, is that the last email? Yep, I think that's all the emails for this week. And on that note, I have the emails for this week. Whoa, <laughs> let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. <laughs> they just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga. You if he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to hand me down. I don't want you kidding, gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Um, no April Fool's joke this time. That <laughs> <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> but uh, we do have some Red Band trailers. Well, one Red Band trailer. And that's Hellboy releasing the trailer the week the movie comes out, which is weird. She's the queen of blood. And for fucking good reason. This is not over. I am eternal. We need Hellboy. I'm about goddamn time. The end is coming. Ah! Oh, the hell with this? Haven't we got to be saving the world or something? Ah! Guten Tag. I love you, Monster Johnson! My job is to protect the world from fucking monsters! They will build statues of you made from the bones of your enemies. It'll take a shit ton of bones. Woo! So, yeah, Hellboy, which I think is probably the best trailer. <laughs> it doesn't really tell you that much. No, it doesn't tell you anything. But well, it just shows it you does. terrible, it's terrible like, gore. Hey, guys, this movie's rated R. Come yeah. see it. That's what it feels like. I mean, when you release a trailer the week of your movie, and it's just all, like, brutal gore and kills, it's like... Don't forget, I know Avengers Endgame's coming out this month, but we're coming out too. <laughs> yeah, I felt. I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I felt bad for Shazam. I was like, damn, Shazam comes out because the tickets went on sale last week. I'm going to get into that later. But like, nobody's talking about Shazam. <laughs> Everybody's talking about buying Avengers. Yeah, it's true. I feel bad because, I mean, I, I feel like they keep doing that thing where they release these movies early for audiences, like Aquaman, just like Shazam. I think it's because they're trying to get word of mouth out there to be like, no, DC's getting better. It's getting better. But like, I also feel like that kind of hurts the movies because people like the, the your hardcore audience is talking about it like three weeks before the movie actually comes out. So that internet buzz, I feel like, dies down when the actual movie comes out. Mm-hmm. It's what I've noticed. Yeah, and then and and again, considering that uh, everybody knew for the most part that the Avengers tickets were going to go on sale like that first week of April mm-hmm. and that Shazam came out that first. Like, overall, I feel like it was... Granted, it's still doing pretty well at the box office, but overall, I feel like it was kind of a mistake to release Shazam the month of Endgame, especially the week that tickets went on sale. I feel like Shazam may have done better if not if it was released maybe a different... maybe either a month earlier or even a month later. I agree with that. Because the fucking Endgame tickets were like a fucking struggle. <laughs> so that movie's going to be fucking huge. Yeah, and like I said, I'll get to that later, but this is trailer talk now. But yeah, so Hellboy. <laughs> okay. 
Um, I did like what we saw from the villain in the trailer where they show her origin. I guess she's like an immortal blood queen, and she's like decapitated and then put yeah, back together. Yeah, basically she's the judge from season two of Buffy. Remember that when she used the rocket launcher? Oh yeah, that's right. And you had to separate the body parts. Yeah, yeah. That's what she is. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, so she's the judge. <laughs> I always think Buffy. Reference everything goes back to everything goes back to Buffy. <laughs> everything. But I mean, it looked interesting. I mean, other than that, it was just kills. Kills on kills on kills on kills. And everything looked brutal. Like, I I was watching it with you, so you saw me wince, like, multiple times. Was, Ooh, this one movie Ooh. has everything. Blood, sex, gore, and magic. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is right up your alley. Right up my alley. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, what else? Another trailer. Co- another thing that comes out this month. April is fucking stacked. Cobra Kai season two released the trailer. I didn't know it was coming out this month, but apparently it is. Cobra Kai never dies. Ever since the tournament, all I've been thinking about are ways to destroy Cobra Kai. But opening your own dojo, make sure you can balance that. Balance is my thing. The city is crowded. We got some new recruits. Show them what real karate looks like. It's just an insane karate cult. It's brainwashing half the school. That's why I'm opening up Miyagi Do. It's too hard to handle, so I got to get up and go. You got room for one more? Someday the fight may come to you. And I want to make sure you're ready. Got you. Time to see what Miyagi Do is made of. Something tells me there's a can of wax in my future. It's a crew. All together! Which one of you has the balls to take on the champ? My name's Miguel. Tori. With a Y. You better hope that your soldiers are ready. They're kids. Do you have a crush? Is it Robbie? The fight is only over when you say it is. Let's finish the fight. A sensei doesn't teach destruction and disrespect. You need to talk about what you've been putting in my kids' heads. Same lessons I taught you. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. April 24th, wait, day before Avengers drops. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so, yeah, I love Cobra Kai season April one. 24th. So I'm super excited for this movie. And the trailer looks fucking great. Show. Oh, I said movie? Yeah. It feels like just like like an eight hour movie basically anyway. So, but yeah, I loved it. Uh, season one was great, and this trailer looks freaking phenomenal too. And I like that it seems like they're gonna keep going down the route of Cobra Kai, going from the unlikely heroes in the first season to slowly becoming the Cobra Kai that we saw in the original movie. But now it's like the twist of you know Johnny doesn't want it to go that dark. Mm-hmm. But it's like how do you? It's crazy. Especially scene. now that Reese is back. Yes, and he's kind of like his Darth, Va- like not Darth, his uh, his Emperor, like into his Darth Vader. So it's like now you got like this super dark influence, and it seems like his influence is making the kids even worse. Like there's moments in the trailer where it's just like Mohawk, uh, who I liked in the first season. Now he's he, just becoming a straight up asshole, like a straight up asshole. And he was like one of the people I felt the most for. He had like the cleft lip, and he felt like really self conscious about it. And he he got the Mohawk to kind of distract from it. Yeah. But now he's becoming an actual bully. Like, that transition is crazy. And then seeing Danny training uh, his kid and Johnny's kid and how the Miyagi-Do is building up to be its own dojo, too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Even the moment where you saw there's going to be a fight between Daniel 
and uh, Johnny. Oh, when and they, then they show the flashback. Yeah. Yo, that is like the easiest way to tickle my nostalgia button. If you just like have like parallel flashbacks to things, and they did that so well last season. And funny enough, Ralph Macchio stayed at my he because I work at a hotel, so he was at my job. Really? And I missed him. Ah. Somebody was like, Ralph Macchio just went upstairs. I was like, what? So I tried to go see. I was like, damn it. <laughs> the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed him. Uh, I, I, like wanted a, the, I wanted a picture. I like that he's still struggling with, because Danny was never like, Miyagi was like that pure hearted kind of dude with like the, the balance and the understanding of like the martial arts better than him. Mm-hmm. So I like that Danny's still struggling with like his anger issues, even in this trailer, it seems. Where he's like, he's talking about how he just wanted to destroy Cobra Kai. I don't think he's building Miyagi Do for that reason, but I no. think maybe that's him talking about like the the struggle he's been going through. And it's like, obviously they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna make the Miyagi Do the real fully altruistic one because at the end of the day, the show is called Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. so they're they are the protagonists. Well, they did a really good job of like balancing it and making you see that there are no heroes or villains like it's all shades of gray and really it's just all a misunderstanding yeah and the stuff with like you know johnny and or not johnny uh danny and johnny's son like you, you saw even how that season like he went from being like a you know a uh, a thug basically to finding kind of like a balance within himself by working with danny uh-huh. i, I want to see more of that they even have like the classic wax on, wax off moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. But they do make it seem like that karate, it's just regular karate. That shit is like master kung fu level. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, remember, remember that scene where they were in the woods and he did like the one handed. Yeah, bullshit. And I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's movie karate, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. But speaking of movie karate, it's not a good transition. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sometimes you, these transitions are kind of reaching. <laughs> movie karate. Well, this 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 trailer and this movie is reaching. It's reaching for its sanity. You still did. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you turn that? <laughs> okay. The Joker. <laughs> All right. I'll give it to you. Arthur, does it help to have someone to talk to? My mother always tells me to smile and put on a happy face. She told me I had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. What? If you smile <laughs> to your fear and sorrow, smile. Tomorrow. <laughs> um, how, I'm how did you feel about this trailer? I saw, watched the trailer. Everybody was raving about the trailer. They're like, "Oh, it's gonna be an Oscar-nominated movie." And I was, and granted, and it says the same thing about the movie. I'm still excited about this movie. Going back to 
our Patreon episode, most anticipated movies of 2019. This is on my list of most anticipated movies. So that's not to say I'm not excited about this movie, okay. but just watching this trailer, I was just like, it's a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if nothing else, I thought it had a strong tone. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if that will translate to the movie, though, because I have seen too many DC trailers where it's like the trailer gives me one thing, and I get into the theater, and it's like, this is not what they sold me on. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, people are gassed as fucked about this trailer. And I was just like, I didn't really see anything that made me go, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, I think the best part of the whole trailer was when he's walking down the stairs, and like you can see him like being all jokery. Yeah, and then even his the laugh was pretty good. He had a laugh? Yeah, he laughed. I don't even remember him laughing. Yeah. What did it sound go like? Go back and watch it. <laughs> what did it sound like? Let me see if I can. <laughs> I feel that... like it was underplayed. Was it understated? Like, it wasn't like a big laugh, right? No, it was a pretty. It was? What the fuck was I watching? <laughs> and my phone's not working, so I can't pull it up. Well, I'll look it up. But yeah, it was a pretty. Uh... I mean, you see that he's got like mental illness or something based on like he's like writing out like jokes and one of his jokes is talking about mental illness, so like. Maybe that's part of it. I'm just I'm just curious to see how they do a Joker movie without Batman. That's like, a, is it all the descent into madness? But then and then what? Are you rooting for him? Like is that the goal? Are you supposed to feel uncomfortable? Like it's a horror movie? Are you supposed to feel like empathetic toward the Joker at all? Because they even have that scene um with the talk show host who is da- isn't it uh, De Niro? Uh, I'm not sure. Hold on. Yes. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. I think I remember that laugh. There's a couple times <laughs> that he laughs. There's another part where he laughs again. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, the, the talk show host scene looks like it's taking a page out of Dark Knight Returns. Remember that moment? And Dark Knight Returns, where the, where the Joker is like a catatonic until Batman comes back. Yeah. And they put him on that talk show with that guy, and they, they're talking, and then he's like, well, I'm going to kill you right now. And he's like, what? And he breaks his mug and then slashes the talk show guy's throat and then kills everyone in the audience? Barely. Okay, well, that it's was- It's been a while since I watched, because okay. I, have, I have the movies. But that, was like a, that was like an iconic scene from Dark Knight Returns, and it looks like they might recreate that for this movie. It really upsets me that, like, between this and BVS, though, they're just, like, piecemealing all the best parts of Dark Knight Returns. So if we ever get a Dark Knight Returns ad- adaptation, it won't have any of these things in it. Yeah. Like, you're ruining it! <laughs> you're ruining it! But the thing the thing that I find weird is how people are... Like, I saw a lot of people saying, oh, like, this is, the thing I like about this movie is it's a standalone movie. It's not connected to a universe. Like, you don't have to pull, put in... All these references to a large... It's just a, its just Joker. He exists by himself. He doesn't need to be a Batman in this movie. And that's good. Like, tell a standalone Joker movie. I'm tired of these movies where it's like, oh, Superman, but then Superman is in the world where it's this... And it's like... That's stupid. No, you're sick of bad movies. That's what you're sick but, of. But it's like, we've had... For the most part, every movie, superhero movie... MCU aside has been standalone movies like like the MCU granted has been going on along for 10 10 plus years but at the same time that's still a relatively short time for there to be a shared universe and and on top of that yeah. MCU for the most part is the only real shared universe 
So it's like saying, oh, I miss the days where it's like standalone. It's not like it was that long ago. No, like but- Spider-Man was a stand, like it was on, it was on his own universe. It didn't connect to the X-Men, even though they are in the same universe. Blade wasn't in that universe, even though it was the same universe. Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Dark, the Batman Return, like none of but that. But even those movies had references to other things, like Easter eggs. Yeah, they had Easter eggs, but you didn't see them. I, I don't think adding more to the movie in terms of like sprinkling elements of a universe into it makes the movie bad. I think it's how the movie handles it. So I think it's just a bad movie. Like if, if a movie's bad, it's bad. But yeah, it's if you a, add a reference to something and it's a good movie, it isn't cheapen or weaken the movie. It's the same thing about what people used to say about Aquaman. It's like, yeah, Aquaman, see, this was a standalone movie or even with DC's comments. It's like, from now on, we're going to focus on the standalone movies. We're not going to focus on the universe at large. And it's like, yeah, but that's not the problem. It's not. <laughs> you just fail at making and those obviously movies. obviously, just based on how much money Marvel is making, we like the sh- idea of a shared universe. We love we ne- it. Because we've never gotten it before. The team-up movies in the MCU are the highest grossing ones. Yeah. Like Civil War, the Avengers movies. Thor like, Ragnarok. Yeah, we, we love seeing the heroes that we love hang out. <laughs> so if you were to do that effectively for the DC, it'd be the same way. But. Yeah, even a lot of conversations people are having now, like, I wonder what's going to happen, like... Just to see Iron Man and Rocket meet for the first time. What kind of conversation is that going to yeah. be? I don't even like Captain Marvel, but I still want to see her interact with people. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like, we've never seen Shazam and Batman interact like on screen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people are getting the wrong message just because BVS and Justice League didn't work. It's not because we don't want to see them, the, the heroes themselves interact. It's just the movie sucked. Yeah, exactly. These are the lies Hollywood tells themselves. <laughs> so yeah, but like I said, I'm excited for the Joker movie, but at the same time, like this trailer didn't really sell me that much. I didn't mind the trailer. I'm not super excited for it either, but I, I am interested. I especially just want to see how they're gonna tie it into anything. Like are they gonna at the end tease a Batman? Are they never gonna reference Batman at all? Are they only gonna talk about the Waynes and never yeah, even... I think they might just talk about the Waynes. I think yeah. Considering this movie's supposed to take place in the eighties, I think Bruce Wayne might be young. Like he might be like a, a, a preteen. I even I'd be down for old Joker. Like if they were to double back on it and be like, no, actually this movie was like received well and we want to tie it to the Batman movie we're doing or something. Like I I'd be cool if they just made Joaquin Phoenix look older. At the same time though, Joaquin Phoenix already in his forties. So you think about when Batman becomes in his prime, you got like a 60-year-old Joker. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I mean, have you seen the Gotham Joker yet? How fucked up he looks? Because he's old and monstrous looking. Yeah, but I'm You just... can do it. I think he could pull it off. Like, I don't think Joker's age is what makes Joker scary. Even like in Arkham City, where like there was like the sick Joker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, was, he wasn't old, he was just sick, but same kind of concept. Like, decrepit. Yeah, but he's also bouncy and quick and... He can He's still always, be a quick old guy. Able to get away. Hey, old guys are spry. <laughs> I mean, I guess you see the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't have him like fight Batman one on one. But uh, what else? Next trailer. Uh, the dead don't die. In this peaceful town, on these quiet streets, something terrifying, something horrifying is coming. Excuse me, we're closed. Get away from me! What the hell was it? A wild animal? This is really awful. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. What was it, wild animals? So what are you thinking? 
I'm thinking zombies. What? You know, the undead. Ghouls. You look gorgeous. Oh my. Mm. Starring Kylo Ren. Sometimes dead is better. Bill Murray, the ancient one. Swinton. <laughs> and she, I, if you told me that she was the ancient one in this, I kind of believe you. <laughs> she's yeah. like, kill Bill, ancient one. She, yeah, she's basically uh, Uma Thurman, kill yeah. Bill. I mean, I hadn't even heard this movie before you showed me the trailer, and it it looks like a Wes Anderson version of Zombieland, and that intrigues me, because I like Zombieland, I like these actors, like they have such a giant cast of like well-known Steve actors. Buscemi, Kylo Ren. Danny Glover. Bill Murray. Yeah. Like the RZA, <laughs> what? The RZA, yeah. Uh-oh. Whoa! Everything's chaos. Yeah, my phone's connected to my laptop. So. Um, but I mean, like, I it, ultimately it could be a good thing though, because it this seems like a awkward comedy, like a dry humor type of thing. Uh huh. But I think movies like this that have like a well-known cast are good because it makes you care about them. If they, and it's a zombie movie, so people are gonna die. But if you at least like the characters that are the main characters, maybe you feel more if they die. But I didn't notice if the if this movie was rated R or PG thirteen or not. That's a good question. Look it up. Because I was like, if they died, depending on how they die, because if it's PG thirteen, it's gonna be not as not as gruesome and bloody. Was it called Dead Never Die? Uh, dead. The dead don't die. This, this isn't the Greyjoys. This <laughs> dead may never die. I thought that was like, is it spinoff of the Greyjoys? <laughs> Well, yeah, it looks it looks interesting. It looks like it's a, like a funny take on a zombie movie. Again, like you said, Zombieland, but a different version of Zombieland. So I'm, I mean, I'm in, and and it is a it's a packed, star-studded cast. So I'm intrigued. Me as well. Uh, I'm trying to find a rating. I don't think it has one. Well, something that is rated, Avengers Endgame. So as we mentioned before, Avengers Endgame's tickets went on sale last week. Actually, it went on sale the day after our podcast. No, wait. No, because our podcast dropped on Tuesday. So the day of the podcast dropping from last week. Yep. And the internet went crazy, just like we speculated. And I mentioned before, like, yeah, Jordan, I'm off that week. So I can we can actually go to the movies together this time because it's been a while. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get our tickets for Thursday. It took me five and a half hours God damn. to get Avengers Endgame tickets for Thursday because so many people rushed to get tickets. The entire internet crashed. Well, not the entire internet, but... The a- one parts that matter. <laughs> yeah, the Fandango's website, Adam Tickets, AMC's website, yeah. all of that shit crashed. It was like trying to get Comic-Con tickets. It was, try- it was worse than getting Comic-Con tickets. It's crazy. <laughs> and... In my mind, it's a failure on these websites because it's not like they didn't know. It's not like they couldn't prepare. This shit happened during Star Wars, yeah. uh, the Last Jedi, I mean, and the Force, con- and the Force Awakens. Like, you just increase like your bandwidth. Like YouTube can handle like one, a, a, a channel getting like one billion views in a matter of moments, and yet you never hear about YouTube crashing or whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's, it's rare. Considering all the traffic that goes through on YouTube, but yet. AMC, like AMC and all this other stuff, they just crashed like instantly. It's not like they didn't have time to prepare. They knew about mm. this happening. And it, again, I mentioned it happened before with Star Wars. So yeah. definitely a failure on them. <laughs> oh, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's part of the marketing. Because it, it, 
it, it sends a message when it's like our movie is so big it crashed the network. You know what I mean? Like that's a selling point. People, people, I mean, people want things that they can't have. It is, but at the same time, it's like you more than likely this is bound to happen again. This might happen when fucking because Star Wars also comes out this year. That's true. It might happen again when Star Wars comes out or the next big movie, Avengers Five or well, whatever. Some, I think of some little they, they want it to happen though. I'm not. I'm not saying that's like I'm excusing it. But I'm just saying like I feel like maybe that's the reason. Like, well, well, I don't think the theater. I don't think the studios want it to happen. But I feel like no. the the movie theaters. They probably. They don't probably at the end of the day. They don't care. They're like, well, you're still gonna buy our, to buy our tickets anyway. Yeah. It's just harder for you to do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, you at least you got tickets. I I didn't get any. I got tickets for Thursday and Friday. Okay, my girlfriend had to get us tickets for Saturday, so. But I couldn't get in. Like, I got kicked out every time I tried in Fandango. I, I, got, I waited in the line twice. And each time I got to the front of the line, it was like, error, shutting down. I'm like, yeah, like what? I said, five, <laughs> five and a half hours. There were moments where it let me pick my seats, and then I'll click, click yep, continue. That's what happened. And it'd be like, error. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I kept picking And there was, some good, there was some good seats, too. Two seats for Friday. I was like, these are some good-ass seats. And I couldn't get it. And then when I finally got through those same seats, so I mean, we still got pretty good seats, but not the seats that I wanted. And what time on Thursday? Seven. Okay. No, six. Six. Okay. Seven. Six. Scott, beat those spoilers because you know it's gonna be, it's gonna be a madhouse. Like as soon as it drops, the internet is gonna be a scary place. If you haven't seen that movie, you're gonna have to be like no, six six o'clock. You're gonna have to be like looking at your fucking Instagram feed or whatever with one eye. Scared of spoilers hitting you. Yeah, Jersey Garden, six o'clock, Dolby Theater. Okay, cool. My body is ready. <laughs> but speaking of, uh, but this is ultimately what I wanted to get to. Talking about bodies being ready. There are a lot of bodies that weren't ready what? for Avengers Endgame because they didn't. They ended up not getting tickets. You mentioned you didn't get tickets. Yeah. A lot of people didn't get tickets, and so with this being the age of consumerism and and greed. Tickets are now selling on eBay for thousands and thousands of dollars. What? <laughs> Opening weekend, which I'm just like, it's stupid. Bro, because, you can wait yeah, like a day. <laughs> you, you can wait. If not opening weekend, go during the week. If you can't go during the week, you probably just have to wait till the next weekend. Or just or find a small. Th- if you need to see it that bad, yeah, go to a smaller small theater. Go to a small. But then again, I can't really say because if you're in an area where there is no small theater, you can only go to like an AMC or something like that. Because a lot of people, because so a lot of people were saying uh, they didn't have an issue. Like we talk about AMC and Fandango, most people said, "Oh, well, I was able to get my tickets like that through Regal." Mm, Regal okay. didn't have an issue crashing, so everybody was like, "Yeah, just go get your tickets from Regal." And I was like, "Well, there's there are no Regals in New Jersey." I'm gonna be like, "I don't, I've never seen a Regal, have yeah, I?" Yeah, there's no. Re- I'm like, I'm not, and I'm not. I don't fucking want to go to New York. <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I guess there's just a, some like a lot of small mom and pop theaters that you could. Yeah, in this find. area, there were like oh! honestly, <laughs> like there was a moment where I was getting frustrated. And I was just like, "Fuck it, let's just go to Bowtie." Cause I went, cause I went to the one in South Park. Yeah. So I went to the website. I was able to get on like that, but it was just a standard definition screen. And yeah. I was like, I feel you. It's I was like, like, ah, but I went bigger. Yeah, I'm like, it's I'm it, being a little, game. I'm being a little bougie. Like I say, I want to see this movie, but at the same time, I don't want to see a regular screen. In game, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> ten years. <laughs> I'm like, either give me Dolby or IMAX, or give me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> give me Dolby or give me death. <laughs> give me Thanos. <laughs> In IMAX. No, yeah, I feel you. But no, I, I just got reminded talking about mom and pop movie theaters. 
I didn't mention this in our Pet Cemetery review, but I didn't talk about my movie theater experience. I went and saw that movie in the like I, I like seeing movies early in the morning. So I saw it early in the yeah, morning. You're weird. Yeah, but I went to Union in like their really small theater they have there. It's like a local theater, bro. Walking first of all, the the hallway I had to walk down. There's no one in this theater. It's just just literally just me and the guy that works what, there. Is this the Shining. <laughs> it felt like that. And I shit you not, I'm walking down to the, the theater. Uh, the yeah, my my screening. And I see like this little thing crawling like across the wall. I'm like, Jordan, is that trash? Come play with us. Why is that trash rolling so fast and and so far? I'm like, that's a fucking rat. <laughs> I literally saw a rat cross my path in front of me and run underneath one of the theater doors. Like, and that's amazing. The rat is like. Well, like rats this. don't have a spine, so they're able to do that. Is that why? Yeah. Because it was like that much space in the door. I'm like, where the yeah. fuck did it go? <laughs> they, don't, they don't have a spine, so they're able to get through very, very tiny spaces, wow. like the size of a like spaces the size of a quarter. Where's their their head bones? They don't have head bones? I guess not. I what the fuck? I don't know about that. I don't know about the, the skull, but I know they don't have a spine. Okay. Because, so, yeah, so I, I literally. Maybe they, don't have a, maybe they don't have a top skull. Maybe. All I know is I didn't know where it went. So I literally watched my entire movie with my legs up. <laughs> Me in the theater by myself. There's no one else in the theater. This little box scared us. I'm like, yo, where the fuck? <laughs> Maybe that that rat was resurrected from the pet. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, yo, what kind of fucking like serendipity is it that I see a fucking a, a rat going to pet cemetery? <laughs> you need that cat after all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all. Uh, that mama would have brought that bird in the in the uh, bed. Oh, it was still alive. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that was nasty. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're selling for thousands of dollars on eBay. And funny enough, the theater that we usually go to, the Essence uh, Green Nine in West Orange, there was a ticket on sale for fifteen thousand dollars. Nigga, what? For, for uh, Friday, so the twenty sixth. Two. Uh, wait, was it two? Yeah, two tickets. For Avengers Endgame 3D at the 3.40 p.m. showing at the Estes Green Dine-In in West Orange. And guess what, Jordan? What? Somebody actually bought it. I was literally about to ask that, but no one bought it, right? No. Someone actually bought Someone that? Someone actually bought it. So, Who? So Who are these rich one percenters? <laughs> so that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, so clearly, I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. I should have fucking put up my tickets for Word. sale. Because I'm like, fucking put sell, yeah. sell our tickets right now. <laughs> $15,000? Like, I can pay. wait. There are Saturday tickets right now that have seats at the Jersey Gardens Theater. Wow. Uh, I'm trying to get paid. So <laughs> I'm like, I can just give our tickets. We'll we just have to wait till Saturday. Like, it'll, it'll pain me, but I'm, I'm good with two days if I can get $15,000. I, I just won't use the internet for those two days. It's yeah, okay. I just won't use the internet. <laughs> I, got, I, got 10, I got 10K for this. <laughs> no, 15K. Yeah. Well, we split it. 7.5. Yeah, 7.5. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck? First of all, who in, I'm like, who in West Orange or whatever... Who just got $15,000 to be spending like that? If you got that much money you spend on some Avengers Endgame tickets, I'm like, buy a fucking house. Like, put $15,000 down on a house. That's crazy. Like, what are you doing? That's, I'm balling. like, you know this movie's coming out on Blu-ray, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's balling out of control, man. I don't know who the fuck. Tony I'm Stark like, himself bought those seats. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Ridiculous ain't even the word. Yeah, word. You need a new word to describe that. <laughs> Redonkulous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be different if it was like 
the movie with the cast or something like that. You know what I mean? But it's just a generic fucking theater screening. And even that, like, granted, I know it's not guaranteed, but I'm like, the cast is doing like, uh, I don't know if you saw the thing, but like this charity called Omaz. And if you donate to it, you would get entered into a raffle to go to the premiere in Los Angeles. Oh. So like Chris Evans, oh. Denai Guerrero, a lot of them. Uh, and I'm pretty sure more than likely it's like, if you donate the most, you probably get, that increases your chances of going. But I'm like, if anything, do that. <laughs> that way you can actually go to the LA premiere yeah. with a friend. Granted, I know it's not guaranteed, but still, like, if you got money to be spending like that, in game make people crazy. <laughs> like ridiculous. Like, give me that fifteen thousand dollars. Shit, you don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah, you don't deserve it. Apparently. Jeez, he's so mad. I am. <laughs> he's all flustered. I'm like fifteen thousand dollars for two tickets. That's nuts. Do you know how many tickets you could have bought with fifteen thousand dollars? A lot. <laughs> a hell of a lot. You could have fucking. You could buy a whole theater, like a whole entire theater. Like, and have a mad money to fr- spare. Yeah, for your friends and have money to spare to go grocery shopping, <laughs> buy out a restaurant, buy clothes. That's crazy. Because in that theater, there's a shopping cart. Like you go to fucking Gap. <laughs> Madness. But uh, what else? So Avengers Endgame. They talked about the movie being. Three hours and two minutes long. Well, that's not true. The movie is three hours and 59 seconds. What? I'm missing a minute yeah, and one second? Whole, yeah, I'm missing a whole minute. Bullshit. That's exactly what I said. I want money back. <laughs> I'm like, it's some bullshit. Give me that minute. <laughs> that minute probably the best part. Probably Galactus showed up, Fantastic Four, Wolverine. <laughs> They're all in that minute. I'm like, I want a whole... Give me that extra fucking minute. That's going to make or break the movie for me. This movie's trash. <laughs> Oh, man, I hope this movie's fucking the best thing ever. Can you imagine? I keep, the back of my mind keeps imagining the worst case. If this movie is BBS, case, oh, Justice not, League. Impossible, right? It's, it can't be. It's not, though. <laughs> the pedigree of the Russo brothers alone makes me feel secure. But I'm still worried. <laughs> I mean. They prove themselves like a hundred times over. But there's all, statistically speaking. Yeah. This could be the one miss. This could be the one miss. What if Captain Marvel fucks this movie up? <laughs> I don't think so. Even if she is, even if she's the same as she was in her solo movie, it's just the one character. And I feel like she's not going to be in it as much. Like, I feel like for this movie, the original Avengers are going to be the focus. Yeah. Well, I mean, remember that theory that we had about maybe the movie starts with them going to fight Thanos and losing? Based off that Good Morning America clip, it kind of seems, seems like what's going to happen. Because in that clip, it didn't look like everyone was older. They all looked like it was like right after the snap. Even though, oh, I guess maybe it was after she showed up, so Steve had time to shave his beard. But they're they're already talking about just going to find Thanos and fight him again. And that's at the beginning of the movie. So it's like, I feel like maybe that's what happens. Like, they try and fight him and lose. And then maybe the time skip happens, or maybe they reverse time from there, or go forward in time to other timelines, something. But I, I think our theory about them all dying in the beginning is going to happen. Because no way it's going to be like, let's go fight Thanos, and everything works out. <laughs> no, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it leads back to me. Oh, yeah, that, that <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah. The work was done. I won. <laughs> like, his, his voice is so like, oh, my God, he's a badass. <laughs> well, speaking of the work being done, So, the Russo brothers came out and confirmed 
and this is sad, but that Endgame is going to be Stanley's final cameo. I thought it was going to be in Spider-Man. Nope. Fuck. Well, that's the most fitting place to do it. I was going to say, I mean, considering this is like the the finale of the, what we know so far of this version of the Marvel Universe, I guess it's fitting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they might, considering uh, Avengers, I mean, Spider-Man wrapped before Stanley died, they probably had a cameo for him, but I guess after his death, they Took probably like, yeah, maybe this is probably... Just considering what happened, this it's probably fitting to have him his final cameo be in Endgame. Yeah, that makes sense. Man, I wonder what it is. I still have that theory. That, I don't think I ever told you, right? You didn't want to know. Or not theory, but I, I heard a rumor about how he's in, how his cameo plays out in Endgame. Yeah, I didn't. I don't want to know. You don't know. Okay, I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> <laughs> Two more weeks. <laughs> Two more weeks. Two more weeks. So close, yeah, so far away. I can almost taste it. Game of Thrones is next week, too. Oh. Yeah, Game of Thrones is next week. Uh, so much heartbreak this month. <laughs> so much heartbreak. Um, But something that's not heartbreaking for Brie Larson, Captain Marvel has now officially crossed the $1 billion mark worldwide to the point that it out-earned the Dark Knight. Wow. You know what's kind of fucked up? I don't really see people talking about it. Like, people aren't really talking about Captain Marvel breaking records like that. Like, when Aquaman well, did it, people were buzzing about it. I'm just talking about general internet buzz. But Captain Marvel breaks a billion, everybody's like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, sexist. You're all sexist. But yeah, so, uh, being the first female-led superhero movie. Wow, better than Wonder Woman. To break a billion dollars. That's the Marvel juice behind her, that's why. But also with that, speaking of uh, first female-led movies being the first, Us is still breaking records as being the largest U.S. movie opening with a black woman lead. So, good on Jordan Peele and Lupita and cast and crew. Sweet. Breaking records. <laughs> boom, boom. Boom, boom. Also, boom, speaking boom. of uh, more women leads... Black Widow is set to start filming in June. And uh, they have cast. They didn't say who he's playing. They didn't say who any of these people are playing. But Hellboy, David Harbour, is joining the cast as a lead role. Maybe as Taskmaster? I'm down for that. David Harbour as Taskmaster? He's a pretty big dude. He is a pretty big dude. I'm just guessing. I don't know. It's probably not Taskmaster, but I'm just saying. Hmm. <coughs> I don't know who he's playing. I wonder how they make Taskmaster as a character work in the MCU. Because his whole thing is he can copy anything, right? He can copy your move. He can copy your ability, your physical abilities, but not your powers. Okay. So you think about somebody like Black Widow. She's a badass fighter. She can can copy his her fighting abilities. I feel like a the like only one that cool. he can't copy is Deadpool because he's so erratic. Oh. I Which just... will end up working once Deadpool comes to the... But I was just saying, like, it, in a solo movie with, like, one hero, I feel like it'd be more interesting for a character like that to be around multiple heroes to switch his styles up, depending on who, how he's fighting, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just, just spitballing. But, I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool to see him introduced in this and then maybe going forward to see how he... Kind of like Black Black Panther was introduced in Civil War. Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War. Yeah, okay. Saw, 
As, as you, high hopes. He's going to be crossboned. <laughs> nah, I hope not. I hope they don't kill somebody as prominent as Taskmaster. Especially considering, like, the only reason they got the rights to Taskmaster is because the whole Fox thing. Yeah. So use him more going forward. <laughs> no, kill it all off. <laughs> but uh, speaking of them using somebody going forward, uh, I, did I, I don't know if I talked about it. Did I talk about Hercules being the lead in Eternals? <sighs> did I mention uh, that? The lead? I remember you the mentioning ma- him. The male lead. Uh, no. I'm going to say no. Well, yeah, well, in case I didn't mention this, but uh, new rumors uh been coming out that the male lead in Hercules, because I, I remember talking about Angelina Jolie. Yeah. But they're saying the main lead for the Eternals movie is going to be Hercules. Is he the one that's being cast by the gay actor? Supposedly. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So I feel like that's confusing that your lead, like your main character in an Eternals movie is Hercules. I feel like the normal person would be like, wait, isn't he a Greek god? I don't understand. <laughs> Are the Eternals Olympians? How does this work? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, it'll be, I hope, I hope, I'm hoping they don't make him, uh, even if it's a gay actor, I'm hoping they don't make Hercules gay because they hinted plenty of times in the comics. Well, not plenty of times. They hinted once in the comics. I guess technically twice, but the other time when he was in, it was an alternate dimension, so it doesn't really count. But they said Hercules is bi, not gay. Make him bi. So you make him bi, don't make him gay. Make him Oberon. Yeah. <laughs> I like this, and I like this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm hoping. Don't don't buy erasure. Make him make him be a swinger. <laughs> but also, uh, what else? I th- this is pretty much, I was like, I thought we knew this already, but I guess it's official. Umbrella Academy is getting a season two on Netflix. So, yay. Yay. X-Men's back. <laughs> but speaking of something else coming back, Viola Davis is coming back in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Is this a reboot? I don't understand this anymore. It's a re... Make boot? It's, <laughs> it's a rebake. A rebake. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Cause uh, Jai Courtney's coming back. Oh, maybe maybe it's not a re- reboot anymore though. Since I heard Idris Elba isn't gonna yeah, be. Yeah, Idris Elba is not playing. Uh, Deadshot. Deadshot. He's playing a completely new character, but they haven't said who that new character is. An original character or just a different character? Different character. Oh, okay. I I hope it's Bronze Tiger. So yeah, it could be Bronze Tiger. That makes so much more sense. So, and a, a way better lead for a Suicide Squad type movie where it's a, it's a criminal with some type of honor. I think Idris Elba would crush that role. I see people. Some people online talking about how they wanted to be Jack, uh, not Jack Courtney, uh, Michael J. White. I'm like, he's not that great of an actor. Like, I like Michael J. White, but as an actor, as a, especially as a lead, he's not that charismatic. He's got a great voice, so I think he's better for like voice acting roles. I like Michael J. White as like a lead. You think he'll lead a movie? I mean, he won't be the lead. Got the Suicide Squad. <laughs> no, it's like that, like fucking Will Smith was the lead. <laughs> Same thing. But uh, I, I don't know. But I like Michael Jaiwa. I feel like he should have got his career should have been bigger than it ended up being. I agree with that. Especially going on, like stuff like Arrow. Like, I thought that was like a perfect fit for him, but yet they barely used his character. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I think I mentioned this before, but it was a while ago and it never ended up happening. But yeah, uh, I think next week or in May, no, starting in May, Netflix's prices are going up. Mm. So uh, 
if you have the standard plan, you're gonna you're paying ten ninety nine right now, but then they're gonna go to twelve ninety nine. If you have the premium plan, you're paying thirteen ninety nine right now, but then it's gonna go to fifteen ninety nine. And if you have the basic basic plan, you're you're paying seven ninety nine, and it's gonna go up to eight ninety nine. Mm. Everything's going up in prices, but my paycheck, Jordan. <sighs> even poor. even MTA is fucking because I you know kind of commute to New York. MTA is going up on their fucking monthly pass. It's one twenty one. No, it's one twenty two right now. And by the end of this month, it's gonna be one twenty seven. It's hard being poor. And I'm like, what the fuck are you increasing like prices for? And your fucking train service is still trash. I could really use that fifteen thousand dollars right by now. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> So, uh, were you a fan of Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Well, they're doing a live-action version of Cowboy Bebop going to Netflix, and they have released the cast. John Cho is playing the lead. Uh, What's the lead's name? I don't know. Jazz? Spike. Spike, whatever. Jazz? (laughs) But, yeah, John Cho will play Spike. Uh... Also, Mustafa Sakir, who was uh, Brethren. What's his name? My Brethren from Luke Cage. Oh, uh, Bushmaster. Yes, Bushmaster. He's also in it. Uh, and all these, all these other people, I don't know who they are. <laughs> but Shakir is playing, uh, Bushmaster is playing Jet Black, whoever that is. Uh, he's like the... I wouldn't even say like a mentor, more like a partner, like an older partner to Spike. Both of which I think he was like he was dark skinned in the anime, so I guess maybe you can make the argument he was black, because he's been dark skinned like Asian. But I mean, I think it's cool that they at least cast Spike as an Asian guy. And I like got and that John, right. And John Cho was cool. I like John Cho. Yeah, has he been anything action? Because like not, Spike is like a martial artist. He's like he's like I, Bruce Lee level. Not that I know of. Speaking of which, I need to see Searching. I meant to see that. Oh yeah, me too. I wanted to see that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's like him looking for his him daughter looking online. For his daughter. I forgot about that. I never. I love I movies like John that Cho, too. I need to go back and watch that. Same. I love movies like that. Especially like horror thrillers, like that take place completely on a computer screen. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I liked Unfriended too. Yeah, I didn't see that. It wasn't amazing, but I like the concept. <laughs> but final news bit. So, Jordan, you like Avatar The Last Airbender, right? Love it. One of the best kid animations ever. Would I was like, I was like called have, anime, but I stopped myself. <laughs> would you like to have seen a season four? Uh, so, I mean, wasn't that Korra? <laughs> no. Korra doesn't count? Ang. Fuck yes. Well, so would the rest of us. What? <laughs> and I, I'm going to get to it. So there was going to be a season four of Avatar. Okay. But you know what stopped it? What? M. Night Shyamalan's The Last Airbender movie. <laughs> M. Night. <laughs> I didn't know that, really. Yes. Uh, a guy, one of the one of the writers oh on the show. Oh, my God. Uh, as if I didn't hate that movie enough already, now I have to like pin the fact that I didn't get a, a fourth season of one of my favorite shows ever because of M. Night's stupid-ass decisions. He said, truthfully, there was a moment when we all thought we would do a fourth season. Then along came M. Night. And he said he wanted the fourth season to focus on like an Azula. Red- I always intended for Azula to have a redemption arc. Ooh. 
So that's what the fourth season. Yeah, was they never be. even touch on that in the 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 Cora stuff. They don't even bring her up again. They don't bring her up, but they they kind of talk about it in like the follow up comics. Oh yeah, there's comics. What happens? Um, she, but she doesn't have a redemption arc. She there's a moment where she kind of goes into like she's gonna be redeemed, but then she goes evil again and then disappears. Oh, she escaped. Yeah, because she was in prison. Yeah. at the end of the season. Okay, and then she disappears. Wow. Okay. <laughs> But according to him, he wanted her to have a full, that would like, a really cool character. He wanted her to have a, basically a Zuko moment. She redeems herself. Even if that was a storyline, and and Korra would have been awesome. Like if maybe she like ran away and escaped when she was young, and she became like a hermit, like Toph or something. They didn't really focus on the Fire Nation really at all. In no, Korra. they didn't. And it's right. And Zuko was alive. Yeah, Zuko was alive. Like you seen Zuko like once. Brief, yeah, briefly. Yeah. And then it was just like, all right, I need to go back to the Fire Nation and protect my daughter. And it's like, can I see this person? Like. <laughs> Who are you? What is the state of the Fire Nation now that everything's quote unquote good again? Yeah. Why did Aang die so early? What the fuck? <laughs> like Zuko guitarist is alive. Because they basically said he spent a hundred years in the ice, so he basically lived his life. So he was the shortest living technically he was the shortest living avatar ever, but really he was kind of one of the longest because he was in ice for a hundred years. So, so what, it like ages his body like prematurely? I don't understand. I don't know. What? <laughs> like his body didn't age people, but I guess his soul or whatever was still alive. I don't know how <laughs> they 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 kinda explained it was just Plot. the I, Yeah, basically. So he died Plot. so he died young. Okay. I hated that. But also so- Sokka's dead too. So- but Sokka was wasn't he the oldest? I thought he was the oldest of the whole group. No, wasn't Zuko the oldest? Oh maybe Zuko was the oldest. Sokka was older too though. Yeah, he was older too, but still. Mad, fuck you, M Night. <laughs> I, I feel like it was all retcon because in the first season, Katara kind of mentioned like I'm the only one still alive. But then you see Zuko and oh, she said that. I don't remember. That. It was it was one moment she was like, all my friends are gone or something like that. Maybe she was wearing a friend to Aang and Sokka. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what Zuko? Yeah, what, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Fuck, fuck Zuko. Yeah, he's all the way in the Fire Nation. I'm not going over there. I'm old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So even though I think the warm weather would actually help your old bones <laughs> as opposed to the as freezing cold. The, yeah, living in the cold. Yeah. But she's a waterbender. I guess she's like Elsa. The cold never bothered me anyway. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome if the fourth season of Avatar was air. Like if we had the fourth book as air rather than Korra being air. Mm-hmm. Though I thought, that's why I thought Korra being the fourth season made sense thematically because it was like you got to see the Avatar state's next like person lineage you got to it was air nah but I like element that I like Korra being its own separate thing cause I'm like there's a lot of stuff in Avatar like Aang's backstory that they could like they can go back and tell it oh yeah no I, I agree with that but I'm just saying like for the book titles for it to be air it made more sense for it not to be about Aang cause Aang already knew airbending so I thought air would be or even air could have been him passing on his lessons to Tenzin fuck you M. Night <laughs> <laughs> Like now, think about it, because like that was a bit, like, another great aspect of the show that they didn't go into enough, like how Aang as a father wasn't the best father. Although part of me was like, I don't know if I like that, like souring. What is like? But I think that's real. Like it is real. You're a hero. But it's not real. <laughs> it's a well, cartoon. Well, you know what I mean? It's like you know, like the reality of it. Like when you're a hero, an adventure, and all this shit. Like when you just that doesn't make you a good father figure. It's Nickelodeon. Don't give me realism. <laughs> A bad father figure. <laughs> also, I think wasn't Tenzin the only airbender of the three? So there's a... Technically. Yeah. Because then Boomy became an airbender. But that was because of the, the yeah, convergence or whatever the yeah. fuck it was when she opened the spirit world up. But I mean, that was like a reason because like he was the only 
kid of the three that was an airbender, so he was trying to continue the lineage of airbenders through him. So, of course, he'd be more focused on Tenzin than the other two. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, that's just how they interpreted it. Just like when we saw... Uh, fuck, what did we just watch that was... You see the... Pre- oh! Oh! I'm like, uh, please don't mention Flash. the Flash! Yes! <laughs> uh, Flash with Nora and them. Like, she had one image in her mind of Iris, but then when she... Uh, we got the like, the real story, it wasn't that at all. Because I'm like, it's not even the same thing. <laughs> it's not. Fuck it, Flash. But I'm just saying, like, something like that. Just so maybe he's not as bad as they remember him to be. But I don't know. It's, there's so many things. There's the Avatar world is still ripe for someone yeah, to like, come in. And, I want to like, see tell the more next stories. Ava- like the next Avatar, like the Earthbending Avatar. Oh, you want to go? I want to go. I want more Ang. Fuck new no, people. No, I want more <laughs> Ang. I want more Ang too. But I'm just like you could tell so many. Like, there's so many stories that haven't been told. Like you, can, you can focus on the new Avatar and the world of now that Korra uh, merged the spirit and human world. Yeah, you could tell that. Or, or go back to Aang. <laughs> I want to see Toph, Aang, Katara, and Zuko in the prime. Like, young, 20 to 30. Like, they're the most badass that they have ever been. I want to see those characters. Yeah, I do too. Especially, like, oh, so little Toph that we got in that last season of her being, like, a Yoda type. Like, that was interesting, but, like, it was like, yo, I want more. Give me more classic yeah, I characters. Feel like, I feel like a lot of stuff, there's a lot of stuff that they could have did in Korra. That just felt rushed. Again, like I mentioned, they didn't... After the first season, they didn't have a direction. They didn't go to the Fire Nation, like, at all. Yeah. There was stuff I did like. The but... whole Korra ended up being bisexual or whatever, like... <laughs> they just tacked that on at the end. They just tacked that on at the end. Like... Granted, there was some. There were hints to it throughout the last season. But, yeah, I was about to say, just the last season, though. But it was Because they, they like... knew what they were building toward at the end of the season. But before that, that, there was never even a hint that she was, like, bi for Asami. No. She was always, like... Fucking, Mako. Yeah, Mako. I don't know. Whatever. Fuck you, M. Night. God damn it. <laughs> what else can you ruin? So that's it? Yeah, that's it. All right. So I guess that's the end of the episode. I'm just excited for Game of Thrones next week. I'm sure there's a movie or something. Hellboy. Hellboy. Whatever. Game of Thrones. <laughs> that's what's important. <laughs> if Hellboy's good, that's a nice bonus. But I'm more concerned for Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm so <laughs> yeah. If Arya dies, we riot. <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine, a coworker of mine, got to see it because they had a premiere. The whole season or just the first episode? Just the first episode. Okay. They had a premiere at Radio City Musical. All right. And uh, his girlfriend's father runs Madison Square Garden or whatever. So she was able to get tickets for it. Okay. And so they went. I told. I was like, I don't want to know nothing. But oh, he he's just like it was good. Which I'm like, I, I expect no nothing less. All right, prediction head. Do we get a death in the first episode? Are they gonna start off with like a fuck you? You think this shit's gonna be a, a, a happy season? I think we. Oh, of course, it's not gonna be a happy. Well, no, season. no, no, no. I'm just saying. But are they gonna open up with the death? Uh, is someone gonna die within the first episode? Somebody's gonna die within the first episode, but I'm not. Sh- important. I don't know who. That's it. That's important. Well, yeah, Caveat. If, if somebody not important dies, like who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think somebody is gonna die in it for, but I don't know who. Hmm. I I, don't, I can't even make a guess, but I'm just curious if you thought someone's gonna die. I I also think they're gonna set the tone off with someone dying at the end of the episode. Like, I, that's another question. Do you think the 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 long night battle is gonna start in the first episode? The wall's destroyed. 
I don't. Are they gonna be able to mobilize in that whole first episode? Is the fight gonna begin at the end of the episode? I don't think it's gonna start in the first episode. It might end with the first episode. You mean the battle begins at the end of the first episode? Yeah. Yes. That's so why I think that someone's gonna die in the very beginning, like in the first clash. And maybe it's even like a small clash. So like, oh, we got like, there's a small pocket of whites that we can take out easily, and they try and do it, and it ain't easy, <laughs> and someone gets got. If it's gonna be somebody, it'll be somebody like the Hound, the Hound, yeah. yeah, Tormund, Briggsbane, whatever the fuck his last name is, yeah, somebody like that. I don't want even them to go. He better fuck that. He better Tormund better fuck Brienne. That's all I want. <laughs> See, you want? I, I want Brienne with uh, Jamie. I want her to end up with Jamie, but I want Tormund to be happy. Because <laughs> otherwise, you know Tormund's going to die and not get none of that. He should get that giant pussy at least once. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't want it. <laughs> Aww. But he's so cute. <laughs> we'll make giant babies. <laughs> don't friend zone Tormund. That's all I want. <laughs> Let him be with somebody else. Who else is there? I don't know, but I want Brienne and Jay. That's, that's, my, that's my couple. Okay, I, I I'm not against that. I do want to see them hook up because fuck Cersei. Yeah, fuck Cersei. <laughs> do you think she'll, she's gonna come around? Hell no. No, <laughs> she's gonna pretend to come around. Why? Only to betray them in the end. Didn't she already do that? She already told them she's not gonna come, or she told Jamie, and Jamie's gonna tell everyone else. But but then there was a conversation between Tyrion. Part of me feels like Tyrion's gonna betray Daenerys. What? No way. Why? Because he always says at the end of the day, he protects his family. He's trying to do everything he can to protect his family. And I, feel like, and I feel like, I mean, that's still his sister at the end of the day. And then there was that moment where they had that conversation uh, in Cersei's uh, office or bedroom or whatever. And then they cut the camera. So we don't know what they said. We don't know what that conversation is. I don't like your theories. <laughs> so I'm just like, that's why I was like, what was that? What, what is that? And then no. right after that conversation, you saw him leering at Daenerys and Jon Snow as they were fucking. So I'm just like, what does that look? I think that was just the look of him going like, oh man, when two two leaders of these armies are fucking, that is not going to end well. It's going to fuck with their judgment. I think that's what that look was about. I don't think it was something sinister. I think it was just like, you guys are fucking up. And you know, usually, again, if you don't, you cut a conversation, it's going to be a twist or reveal or whatever at the end. Just think of us. Whatever. Whatever. Cut. Cut. Oh, it turns out they switched or whatever. No. I don't like your theories. <laughs> Tyrion's not going to betray Daenerys. Tyrion's a ride or die. He's the hand. And the hand. <laughs> the other hand betrayed What's his fan? That's why he got killed. He tried to tell the truth. I hate your theories. <laughs> You're killing Tyrion's character. And and I, I don't even know if it's going to be like an active betrayal. Like, oh, I'm purposely trying to go. But it might be like by default, like in trying to, you know, save his family and trying to save Daenerys. Like, I think once Jamie comes back and tells Daenerys and them what happened with Cersei and how she has no plans of coming to help. I think Tyrion's just going to be like, fuck her then. Because if Jamie says it and Jamie even knows that she's pregnant. Like, cause that's the only thing that would soften Tyrion is the pregnancy. But if Jamie's like, yeah, I know she's pregnant, but she's also full of shit. Fuck that. I think Tyrion would be like, all right, all right, fuck it then. Which I don't even know. If, I don't even know if she's. Pre I think she's lying. No, I think it's. I think I, I was on the fence about it, but I think she's telling the truth because 
It's not even like I'm she trying to think. outright told Tyrion. Tyrion noticed things and put it together himself. And then she's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And then it was like, if, if telling Jamie that she was pregnant was meant as just a ploy to keep him around, like it didn't work. You know what I mean? Like he still left. So it's like ultimately that if that was a, her plot, it failed. So I don't think it was a lie. I think she actually is pregnant. But she'll die before she can have the kid, clearly. Because the witch told her that she'll have no... She'll have three kids and all die in your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm fucking excited. So that's this for this week's episode of Blur Vision. I'm your host, Jordan, with... Michael. And we will see you next week. (laughs) If Arya dies, we riot! I was just a little boy, shaped by his tragedies. Hi. The pain and agony eventually became a fantasy. Wow. Let me introduce myself as Billy Batson, happily a conduit of power that could change a kid's anatomy. Huh. Parents, they were murdered. I was orphaned in the system, but little did I know that I'd be morphing from a victim to a powerhouse. Imagination forced into existence, a new organism headed by a wizard and his wisdom. Just another day, I was hopping on the train when I heard a voice say I was chosen on the way. What? Hopped off, but it wasn't anything for me. Met the man claiming he's a wizard, beard silver He leaned in close to tell me that I'm worthy A power divine burly with biceps so curvy He said, I will give you what'll change the game All you gotta do is say my name and let it rain like Shazam, when I'm coming down the block You can see the villains with the guns cock get dropped like Shazam When I'm coming through the street, all the ladies looking at me I sweep them off their feet like Shazam When I'm cleaning up the neighborhood Making all the haters see you later Cause I make it good Shazam I'm protective of the galaxy What a marvel You can call me Captain Marvel actually Then I said the word And was transformed From a little boy To a mass form Stronger than a mass horde Then I said Wizard Shazam What does it stand for? And he said Solomon and Hercules But there's more Atlas, Zeus, Achilles And Mercury I can take the strength Of the gods wielded perfectly Now But it's yours And it's bottled up internally All you gotta do Is say the name And you turn to he Then I left and ran to my boy Freddy These powers are unsteady and I need to be ready Put it through the paces and discovered every day A new ability that's shaping my approach in every way One day I'm learning how to fly through the wooden roof Then I got shot and I found out I'm bulletproof I am ready as ever they will pay Any villains in the way get slayed when I say Shazam when I'm coming down the block You can see the villains with the guns cock get dropped like Shazam when I'm coming through the street, all the ladies looking at me I sweep them off their feet like Shazam When I'm cleaning up the neighborhood Making all the haters see you later Cause I make it good Shazam I'm protective of the galaxy What a marvel, you can call me Captain Marvel actually Shazam When I'm coming down the block You can see the villains with their guns cock Get dropped like Shazam When I'm coming through the street All the ladies looking at me I sweep them off their feet like Shazam When I'm cleaning up the neighborhood Making all the haters see you later Cause I make it good Shazam I'm protector of the galaxy What a marvel, you can call me Captain Marvel actually